Oh, hot dog, Tucker. Have you ever seen anything like that in your life? There's nothing so special about them. They're just your average college girls. Nothing average about that. You know something, Dale? She's just human. Why don't you go over there and talk to her? You know something? You're right, Tuck. I'm gonna do it. All right. I'm gonna do it right now. You guys, uh, going camping? <laughs> Listening to the Buzzed Kill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. It is episode 252. Welcome back to the Buzzed Kill Podcast, where today we prepare for a long weekend in the woods by pitching our tents and setting up our trousers in. Getting campy. <laughs> <laughs> Top 10 camping scenes. Ah, nice on the fly there, Jim. Thanks, man. I like it. We didn't have a <laughs> we didn't have an episode for this show, so I hope that's all right. We didn't. Uh, you know, um, we didn't have an episode for this show. We didn't have a name for this episode. <laughs> a title for the episode. Yeah, there that's, we go. that's we it. We knew yeah. what you meant, though. It's it's been a long night. We're on episode two of this Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a long Back- week. Back in the past on, uh, what is today's August 20th, it's still. It's still. Nin- it's 19th. Still. So people are listening to this on, presumably, um, because be everybody. A week from now, because so everybody, everybody wants to get in on the, the night that it drops. I know that. Oh, of course. I know that for sure. Probably the 29th, so actually, yeah, 30th. So you're, so 29th, yeah, that's it. So 31st. you're actually listening to us from the future. The future. No. Weird. <laughs> What's going on, guys? I'm Mike. I'm Jim. And uh, once again, Mike. Mike's back. Vito's back. Yo, oh, bro. He didn't go anywhere from last week. I'm still here. <laughs> he's he's been, still here. He's literally been sitting sitting in this Zoom sesh he's for suiting up. a week. Suiting up and sitting in. That's yeah. what he's doing. Yep. Yes. <laughs> that's that's yeah. I'm that's just happy exactly to right. be here. It would have made this would have made way better though if Mike actually came back in like a wardrobe change, like to make it feel different. That would have helped, actually. You should have done that, Vito. What if his hair was back down to his shoulders? What if his hair was shaved off his head completely? Oh, he's wearing a hat. Ooh, there we go. It's like, is that like a... What kind of hat is what that? What kind of pin is that? I, what, Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger in Predator. <laughs> nice. What is, nice. Do you wear that hat when you make coitus? Because no. you should. No, it's <laughs> and, not and, allowed. In and which one, he, and which one of you he's plays tried. the Predator? <laughs> no, this was a uh, original... Uh, advertisement for when Predator came out because it says June twelfth, like nineteen, what is it, nineteen eighty seven? I I have a question for you though, Mike. Yeah. If you were to wear that hat during coitus, mm-hmm. who would be Schwarzenegger and who would be the Predator? Well, that's a completely different thing. <laughs> I wouldn't be wearing that hat if we were doing that. Oh oh, but but, but what if you? Were? I would be like marking up my face. I was, I was say, Schwarzenegger. He'd, he'd be in full-on war paint. Yeah. <laughs> I'd really cover myself with mud. Sorry, I was thinking so that commando. Would, wait. I would cover myself with mud. <laughs> are, you saying, are you saying that that would make your wife the predator? Yes. <laughs> well, like, you know. I mean, I've seen her smile before. That actually makes sense. <laughs> oh, Just kidding. That's mean. very mean. It was a that joke. That's really mean. It's a joke. Wow. I, I love your wife. No, Not she, a weird she, way, would, have, I love your she wife. would just be having the armor on. <laughs> 
Mike is uh, Mike's starting this episode off in, in a in a real awesome way. I am. That's oh, good. I'm <laughs> in a good you mood for all the awkward you're, questions. Oh, now you're in a good mood. <laughs> really? When when you talked to us, quote unquote, last week, you were in a shit mood. <laughs> well, that's what that's what a number of beers later will do to you. Yeah, we're good. What, we're, uh, start, we're starting strong here. So this should be an interesting episode because we're already starting off having started the night with some beers, and then we did our featured beer. Yep. Yep. And now we're doing another featured beer. Yep. So it's going to get... But there's more beers in between. And then there's going to be more beers in between. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Should get pretty interesting. It's it's going to be good. It's going to be gonna fun. Be, it's going to be good. So, hey, what have you been up to this week? <laughs> well, I tell you what, man. It's been a, it's been a tough week. Yeah. It's been a tough week. Uh-huh. Um, my parrot died. You had a parrot? That was, I, yeah, yeah. Francisco? Um, yep, Francisco. Oh, no. Francisco ate the big one. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was a freak uh, paper shredder accident. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Weird. Looked like construction paper going through. It's weird. (laughs) I don't know how that's possible. (laughs) I had a good week because I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk in future sense. I had a great birthday last weekend. Oh, it's right. Your birthday's coming up. Yep. No, it already happened according to this episode. Your Uh, gifts. Your gifts in the mail. No, it already (laughs) arrived right on time. I really liked what Mike got me. Yeah, it was was good. Really cool. Came right on time. It's it was best. really awesome. USPS was not garbage at their I, job. <laughs> I was I was supposed to get him a Mayan death whistle, oh. and, and I ordered it, and then it didn't uh, it didn't come. So something else came. You know, so. I have an extra one if you want to send it. <laughs> oh, it's true, you do technically. <laughs> That's cool. But Ooh, yeah, it was a good time. Speaking of uh, your birthday, Mike, mm-hmm. I hope I hope that it was fantastic. I hope that your that your 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 wife did did good things for you. I, I hope, hope it she, was too. I hope that she took you to a, a nice night on the town. Actually, <laughs> we're guess what opened finally? Atomic Records. Oh, did <laughs> it's it? It's been closed for a year and a half, <laughs> and I'm going on my birthday. <laughs> nice. Is she actually taking you there? Yep. Nice, or letting nice. me go there. I don't think she's going to go. <laughs> so she's not going to go with you. Your, your, your birthday gift is that you get permission to go do something that you love. <laughs> she already birthday, gave you... me the cash. So happy, well, happy birthday. You are allowed to leave the house. <laughs> Welcome to marriage, right? <laughs> well, it is all the way in Burbank. So it's like That's two true. hours to get there. Two hours, but... <laughs> We're staying the night in, in LA. So Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we'll good be. luck with that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um... Yeah, no. What I was about to say though is something. And, 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 <laughs> Regarding my and, birthday, you said? No, it didn't have to do with your birthday. What the fuck oh. do you have to do with it? Was oh, speaking of my and death whistles though. Yeah. I hope I'm speaking in 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 future tense here. I hope that we had a really good time scaring people at the campground with your mind death whistle this weekend. I hope that we did too. Right? Yes. Yeah, because right? what are you right. guys doing this weekend or have done this? Well, are now? are currently doing. Yeah. yeah. Sort of. This is no. getting this is getting confusing. <laughs> it's very we, confusing. <laughs> we went camping this weekend. We did, because it's now Sunday. Yes. Right. Or Monday. Either or. And we got arrested. We got arrested for blowing a Mayan death whistle in the middle of the woods at 3 a.m. We did. But then we got off by blowing something else. Right. And they got <laughs> Appar- off, too. Apparently, the park services are very easy to uh, <laughs> to avoid. <laughs> I knew they were all about the woods. <laughs> no? DNR. Dicks and rectums. 
<laughs> no, but we are going camping this weekend. Obviously, we're talking in the past. Uh, we're going camping this weekend. It's our, our annual Campion Champ Out. That, yeah. That is, that is taking place yep. in the future, but the past all at the same time. This, this is, is my, my head is spinning. And that, How that did... <laughs> is why we've recorded two episodes in a row. That is exactly, that is exactly yeah. right. Because exactly. I'm going to be gone last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and this coming weekend, we are both gone. Yes, correct. Um, this, is, this is finally uh, two or th- no, three years in the making, year 10. I wish that we, this should be technically year thirteen. Okay, now I'm it is, it completely is, it is a, lost. Yeah, yeah. I, I, this is oh, like the, this is like crazy out? time travel stuff. Of the yeah. champ out. So we had done the champ out nine straight years of camping, and then we stopped one year. Our year ten, we stopped, and then it was supposed to have been no. Let's take it back. This will be twelve because we were yeah. supposed to have then done it last year, but we couldn't do it because of the pandemic. Uh. So now we're doing it this year, which is technically the tenth time we've gone. But it would also technically be year twelve, if we were keep, if, if we had done it every year. So, so te- just say it was. It's the tenth time. It's the ten, so it's the it's tenth the year. tenth time, but it's the twelfth year since we started. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense in my head, I promise. <laughs> but um, no, it'll be it'll be loads of fun. Uh, only half of our group of friends is shitty and unvaccinated, and uh, <laughs> not not half. Fine, a quarter. Not a quarter. Literally two people. Three. <laughs> Three, unfortunately. No. Yeah. The third person's not going. Duh. She's not? She's never been on the channel. You didn't get ever. the memo? Why wasn't she coming this year? Because. Did we not invite her? <laughs> we did. Oh, oh okay, fine. Two of the people then aren't, so we're going to stay away from them all weekend. And um, I might even kill them. Maybe. <laughs> With a virus. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly over the course of several weeks. Oh my god! Suffo- <laughs> we'll suffocate them with with their own lungs. Yep. Just keep That's spraying brutal. bugs spray on in their face. <laughs> this got weird. So we're gonna. <laughs> how do I don't know how to talk about this? I mean, we just we literally just we just finished a show thirty minutes ago. How are we supposed to talk about more stuff now? We don't have to. We can seriously. Just, we already we can did. Seriously, we can just jump. We can just jump into this episode. See, we already we could, talked we about your camping trip, which is in the future. We've already <laughs> talked about that in the past. Yeah, it's it's past now. We're done. So wait, I'm confused. We're so in the middle. Again. So, t- so two weeks from now, when we're recording, we can't actually tell people about our camping trip because we've already told them about our camping trip. So then what the yeah. fuck are we going to talk about so, in two weeks? It's it's never something else in the future. We're never we're never going to be able to You're do the show properly again. I need it's, to consult Marty McFly to see how he uh, handled this. Because who else would there be? I right? don't know. The- so there's probably going to be like an edit sound that just happened because um uh because stuff yeah you know we said some things we're not proud of <laughs> i mean yeah. i'm i'm proud of everything i say oh, all of you? our yeah. brains broke just not in public basically what happened <laughs> yes all of our brains are broken blame You're, it blame it on the woody blame it on the, you know what wood on the brain that <laughs> makes you do crazy things yep. it does yep. um okay so um yes, let's get into mom. some uh, corrections from yeah. last hour did you listen okay. to the episode i did yeah i got i got lots of corrections we sounded right. good yeah yeah here we go. All right. Uh, so from that sound, you know, we didn't get anything wrong last week. You know why? 
Because we didn't fucking listen to it. <laughs> we're assuming we didn't get anything wrong. We got nothing wrong. Yeah, we were flawless, as that, always. pretty that, good about it. <clears throat> that might be a correction for next week. Yeah, that might be. Right? Um, but as we're standing now, we're sitting pretty. <clears throat> so, um, moving along then, what are we doing today? What are we what? What are we doing <laughs> today? It's late, you guys. It's this late. Is off the rails. All right, so, so today, for our second, first episode... Uh, <laughs> We are doing a, a top 10. We are. A buzzed kill top 10. We, we haven't are. done one in a while. It's been quite a while. And this was an interesting one. <clears throat> yeah. This, was, this one was a bit tough, not going to lie. Right. So because Mike and I are slash did go camping. <laughs> can I can I stop talking in the future tense? Nope. Because, sure. Nope. Okay. You gotta continue. All right. So I'm, so, <laughs> so started, I'm, so so I'm going to speak exclusively in future tense from now on. Okay. Then. okay. Because Mike and I went camping this okay. past weekend. Slash and had a R. really good time. You son of a bitch. Uh, this week we are doing top 10 camping scenes from horror movies. That's a pretty, I, it, it can kind of, yeah. it's a it's a pretty wide, it's a pretty it, wide array of things that we could have included here. We had some guidelines. Rules. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a pretty wide net, but then when you realize that what you're fishing for, there's very few and far between, right? Yeah, sure. You need an even wider net. And that makes it difficult. Right. Yeah. So we kind of, we tried to stick with uh, like tent and RV camping. Yeah. And then we did widen the parameters a little bit to say you can add in a couple of maybe like cabins cabin or like summer camp or summer ba- camp or backpacking. The one thing, yeah, or the back, one thing. Yeah, backpacking. The one thing that I was well, not when on you're board ba- with. When you're back camping, back pa- <laughs> when you're <laughs> when you're backpacking, I think it's safe to assume that you're camping, you're camping at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Even if they don't show them camping in the movie, yeah. right. it's safe to assume that they if have it, camped if it's, at some yeah, point. Yeah, if it's if it's safe to assume that they have a, a tent on their back, they're camping. Correct. Cool. Um the one thing that I was not okay with was like going up north to a cabin, right? Like if you're going to like property or you're going to whatever, like that's different. Right. Like you know, like like when you go up to your parents' cottage, that might be a cabin in the woods. Yeah. That's not camping. That's not camping. That's not camping. No. 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 Don't get started um, on glamping. <laughs> I was gonna say a there's a glamping horror movie. Fuck, there needs to be one. I was gonna yeah. say yeah, there right? are plenty of people who say that te- that camper camping is not actual camping, like well, staying in an RV. You know what I mean? It is though for most people's purposes, right? Yeah, there are some hardcore people who would say that even sleeping in a tent is not camping. Yeah, some like you know, like Jenna Jameson. Uh, I don't know why, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, like like she's never pitched a tent or two. Come on. <laughs> Ah, there he is. Right. Okay. So, so to go along with our top ten camping scenes, we decided to. This one might be the most on theme beer we've ever had. Um. No, we did drink my bloody Valentine once on while talking bloody about Valentine. my bloody okay, Valentine. So this is our second most on theme beer we've ever done from Brew Detroit. This is called Camping Beer. Hey. Uh, and the description: Beer for folks going camping. <laughs> <laughs> Bright, clean, light, American blonde ale. <laughs> Ooh, I love going camping with blondes, See, that's too. Why, that's, that's fun. That's why you shouldn't have opened that beer right there, because now... Oh, I'll drink this out of the can. You don't, oh. Dude, you don't pour camping beer in a glass. You don't bring a glass with you when you're camping. Listen, I go glamping most of the time, so... <laughs> okay. Uh, and are you drinking a new beer, Vito? I am. So I have... From oh, High Water Brewing Campfire Stout. Campfire nice. Stout. 
Let me guess. Does that taste like s'mores by chance? Like graham cracker and chocolate? It says it leaves you wanting s'more. Oh, well, there you go. And yes, stout brewed with graham crackers, molasses with natural flavor added. Uh, I can. Well, yeah, I'll just give you the whole thing. Campfire stout evokes fond memories of wilderness and camping adventures. Notes of chocolate and graham cracker topped with a hint of marshmallow will leave you wanting s'more. Like any campfire experience, this beer is best shared with a warm circle of family and friends. Oh, I'm into that. Uh, not during COVID. Ooh. Well, you're outside. It's, just asking. Yeah. For That's true. You're outside. Though. Just asking you're for good. a super spreader. Nah, you're okay. If you're all passing the same can around? Mm, well, if you're passing the can, that's different. But if you're just hanging out outside and you each got your own your can of uh, campfire stout, it's good to go. It's not a real night unless you play pass the can, right? <laughs> Cheers, sir. <laughs> Cheers, bud. Cheers, oh, Vito. Cheers, Vito. Sorry, I didn't pour it yet. <laughs> oh. oh, you're pouring your oh, but, but Aren't we doing uh, slayoffs as well? Yes. Well, yeah, that'll come later. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. We still don't have the format oh, done yet. Nah. <laughs> I'm know. dripping. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> I hate when that happens. <laughs> oh God, I'm dripping. <laughs> I actually heard that. I heard that from one of the tents this past weekend. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> oh God, I'm dripping. <laughs> Was it J. Raj? <laughs> Uh, where's he going? Uh, Mike's leaving. Oh God! Oh, he must have really had a like a, a full on sh- explosion. What? What was dripping? Oh, <laughs> and he was wearing white shorts you too. <laughs> did you notice anything? <laughs> oh no! Wait, he's running. Oh, he's coming back. He's coming back. All right. He's, th- he spilled. It's funny how it's funny how people run inside their house. You have a totally different kind of run <laughs> oh, you when do, you're yeah. inside your house. Absolutely. It's like, it's like a tiptoe sort of. Tippy toe. It's, like, it's the kind of run that you would never let anybody outside of your house see. You know, it's like, except for we are you got you. About my run, yeah. <laughs> well, that was just—I was trying not to make noise. <laughs> oh man, are you guys on the what? What, what uh, level are you on? What floor? Oh no, just make noise for this. We're on the ground level. Oh, you are. Like, I, I wouldn't do that tiptoe if I wasn't rolling. Tippy toes, tippy toes. Are you good? Are you all cleaned up there? I'm good now. Are you poured? You poured out? Yep. But I left okay. the door open. Okay, so. cheers, cheers, boys. Cheers. Oh God, just uh, take, now, well, at least take a drink oh, before Jesus you go. Christ. Cheers. Mm. It's good. It's, camp- it's, uh, it's camping beer. It's beer flavored beer. It's camping beer. I, I'm not gonna sit here and say this is like the best beer I've ever had, but it's 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 <clears> definitely <throat> in the um, in the category of completely non-offensive beers. Yeah, having just drank three of these, these Woodies, last week, La- duh, duh. Um, <laughs> th- this is just sort of a, it's sort of a run of the mill. It's a beer flavored beer, beer flavored beer, yeah, which I don't, good, I don't mind. That doesn't no, bother me. It's it's absolutely good. I'm actually gonna pour it because I got this really nice glass. There's a nice tent on the can, and there's nice pine trees and a fire. And you know what this, you know what this reminds me. And of? if you look in the background, you can see an asshole blowing a Mayan death whistle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> As where's, far as where, stouts go, where's the guy that one, the asshole belongs to? <laughs> as far What's as stouts go, this is uh, it's not syrupy at all, which is nice. It's kind okay. of not very flavorful. As really, it, yeah, I thought it would have a lot more. It's kind of like a smoky. I mean, it's not bad. Like a like a campfire. Looks yeah, fucking, it's like looks, the smoke of a bonfire. <laughs> looks fucking fair. looks fucking dark. I don't taste graham crackers though. Looks really dark. <laughs> but it's not this, bad. Um, not bad. 
Now, say this camping beer can though reminds me of a koozie that I designed. <laughs> Don't that, even uh, talk about that, it. Dude. Uh, that apparently somebody can't. Uh, apparently, my designs are just way too, way too intricate and good for hobbyists. <laughs> <laughs> Take that as a compliment, dude. <laughs> I made a sweet koozie for our our camp out this weekend, champ out this weekend. Yeah, and uh, I keep getting uh, messages back from the person creating them with your curic. Is that what's called? I don't know. Curic, a cricket. Uh, Some people call them cry cuts. Cry cut. I, I call it a cricket. It's yeah. well, it's cricket, right? Whatever. It's it's one of them things that people use to do crafts it's, with. It's one of those things who uh, if you're. If you are a if you're a woman between the ages of thirty and thirty nine, you most likely own one. That's sexist. First off, I don't care. It's true. It's not sexist if it's true. <laughs> oh, oh, that's the criteria. That's the rule. Yeah, that's, that's the rule. That's okay, the rule. Yeah. okay, okay. I had the sandwich the other day. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, no, I, I I made this sweet koozie and had a bear drinking beer. And it had a had a, a campfire and a trees and a tent and a guy with a kayak over his shoulder with a six pack of beer. It was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> well, it was awesome because this is, uh, this is why you don't ask hobbyists to do that. <laughs> fucking hobbyists, they can't do shit. <laughs> so I had to I had to redesign it. Is the new one being made? I like the new one. Did we hear anything back about that? I don't know, dude. I I just don't care anymore. <sighs> I, I I let I let my wife take care of that. <clears throat> it's not your wife is not the hobbyist. Let us let us no. be clear about that. No, she is related to her though. If she... so, that's points. <laughs> we're starting we're <laughs> we're starting to narrow this down too much. Uh, if if it if it was my wife, I would have just told her to stop by now. Just stop. Just stop. Or be better. Be better. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. Let's get into the bleed feed. All right, guys, uh, it's the feed. We're your boys. It's uh, one o'clock in the morning, and uh, here we go. Uh, we've gone six weeks. Okay. It's now what week seven ish. I'm not going to go back and do the math. I think it's week seven. Uh, we do, we, we have to celebrate a death. Okay. Unfortunately. Celebrate? I don't, I don't it, believe you. It happens. Why would you celebrate a death? 65 years ago, Bella Lugosi passed away. Oh, no. <laughs> and uh, he was awesome. Rest in peace. What's new on Blue? <laughs> <laughs> I thought wow. you said you had two pieces of news. No, uh, no. I, apparently, though, apparently, though uh, as of uh, this-ish week, uh, Bella Lugosi passed away 65 years ago. I actually don't know that I realized that. 65 I actually years ago? don't realize that he has been gone that long. Yeah, that's crazy. That's insane. That is crazy. Like, it, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. He was in movies at the turn of the century. Like, it, it makes sense that he died that long ago. But being that his movies are still celebrated the way that they are, you know, and he is arguably yeah, he's, one of the most famous horror actors on the face of the earth. Like, he's it's, lived it's, on through cinema. Yeah, he's like a vampire. He's like a real life vampire because he never <laughs> dies. Like he's just he's always there, you know. 
Um, it is it is crazy though. Like it's just a stupid little news article on Bloody Disgusting. You know, remembering him sixty five years later. But like, why you got to insult Bloody Disgusting well, no, no, in no. the process? No, I, I didn't mean that. But like, <laughs> this, is it's, stu- it's, this is a stupid <laughs> fucking article. That's not what I meant. Some piece it's, of shit writer. It's crazy. Are you done? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. It's yeah. uh, it's um, it's just crazy to think that was that long ago. That's yeah, yeah. I, just, I, I had I no idea not, he was uh, gone that long ago. That's did crazy. not realize that that was the case. So. All right. Well, wow. um, what's I, new on blue, baby? I saved some blues from last week because I knew that like if we did an episode where we weren't doing any blues, the people would riot. Uh, there, yeah, there would be a riot because people live. They'd have the blue, blue This is balls, why. This right? is why that blue. Ball. <laughs> oh, I like it. This is why that guy drove his pickup truck to D.C. today, and tried to blow it up. Was that my fault? It was your fault? That was God, last week. Damn it! Sorry. That sorry, was last guys. week, Mike. Yeah. That was last week. Uh, he was also a fortune teller. That or uh, or a. Uh, he did. He he see the future. Yep. He Thank you for some... making it. Yeah. Topical. Yeah. <laughs> for yeah, something he's... weeks ago. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sorry to America for driving that man crazy. <laughs> uh, but good news. Returning to the Criterion Collection with a new 4K Ultra HD edition is David Lynch's 2001 film, Mulholland Drive. Let me say that name again because I said it weird. Mulholland Drive. Uh, which will be available on November 16th. Aside from the new restoration, it looks like uh, the only other new feature to this release is the cover by Fred Is that Davis. a horror movie? Mulholland, yeah. Drive? I'd consider really, Mulholland Drive a horror movie. Yeah, it's, it's a definitely different more type. of a thriller. Yeah, I would, I would say it's more of a um, in I, a I thriller like it's, sense. It's within the it's within the wheelhouse. Very different, but I kind of feel like it appeals to the same group of people. Definitely, but also it but also it appeals to it's like a psychological drama art, thriller art, horror sort of yeah, yeah, I don't know. type of kind of like every yeah, other David Lynch movie. <laughs> I was surprised um, to see that on Bloody Disgusting, actually. Um, yeah, well, get over it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, okay. Is it hot in here, boys? Nope. Sorry. I it's I just really saw not. Mulholland Drive for the first time not too long ago. Chris yeah. Jordan showed it to me. Yeah. I still don't know what I think about it. I have to watch it again. I'm, I wasn't in love with it, but I'm like, I this feel is definitely like, a different I feel yeah, like different uh, movie. I feel like... I feel like that's pretty standard. Like people either really like it or they really don't get it necessarily. Yeah. It's not that they don't like like, and I'm not saying that you didn't get it. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, it's, well, so it's just, very like, hidden. You don't you don't like, get, you, you don't have to get, study like, why why the hype. You know, right? Um, but yeah, that's uh, I haven't seen it in a long time. I need to rewatch it. Um, anyway, he ruined my joke, so I'll just. <laughs> i'll just keep going sorry not you oh (laughs) he did the the crimson messiah he i go god is it hot in here and he goes hey speaking of all you always complain about how hot it is there i thought you were i know and and that was and that was the point i wanted you guys to think that i was complaining about being hot tonight and then i was gonna hold on let's set this up let's do it let's do it god is it hot in here guys no well, here's something that might cool things down. <laughs> 1997's Jack Frost and its 2000 sequel, Jack Frost, Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman, are headed to Blu-ray just in time for the holidays. From MVD Rewind, MVD Rewind Collection, both films will be sold separately and will feature new audio commentaries and interviews as well as new reversible cover art featuring newly commissioned 
art by uh, Ali HDZ and Brutal Child. I have no idea who those people are, so I apologize. <laughs> That's it. That's all for blues. Snow way. Snow way. <laughs> um, we did Jack Frost on the show. Yeah. Love those movies. And honestly, I would pick up both of these on. We just on we blue. did the one. We did the one. Yeah, yeah. Jack Frost Two is super fun as well, though. Yeah, MVD does a good job. Yeah, M- MVD is uh, it's a smaller company. They do they do a really good job though. I would one hundred percent pick both of those up though, if I girlfriend let me. They are they are pricey, but uh, <laughs> if I can, my, wait, if I can wait get my balls out of her purse, <laughs> <laughs> you may not buy any more because this she yeah. sees this wall and all she sees is like. Yeah, it's like, uh, how do I explain this to my? You parents? just need <laughs> to replace something with it. What what can you replace with Jack Frost? <laughs> it I could mean, be a VHS. How too. do you replace Jack Frost? You know. <laughs> well, he's saying you got to pull replace something out something of the collection with and, and Jack put... Frost. Oh, can do you I have pull... Jack Frost already on DVD? I don't. I don't. I might be able okay. to pull Joyride out with Steve Zahn. Maybe I could. Maybe I could replace that. <laughs> Interesting. So Joyride joy is below well, Jack is, Frost, but isn't that doesn't that have the, have the best line in all of horror? Candy cane. Candy cane. Let's finish up uh, my little bit of news here, uh, and it's it's not news so much as things happened. It's uh it's news that I'm learning something, and I'm going to impart this knowledge onto you. Okay. Mm. Apparently, the fourth uh the fourth Crow movie. Yeah. Was supposed to be called The Crow Lazarus, and it was starring, get this, DMX versus Eminem. What? In a what? crow movie. Who is the crow? Where are you? I'm not sure who the crow was supposed to be. <laughs> Where are you reading this? My guess, my guess is that Eminem was going to play the crow because that was Hollywood, and let's be honest, stereotypes. But well, yeah. That was apparently supposed to be a thing back, way back before they went to the uh, direct-to-video route, I guess. They were going to put a whole bunch of money behind it. DMX was one of the biggest rappers in the world back then. He was huge. Was he, wasn't he in Exit Wounds? With he was in Exit Seagal? Wounds. I'm, I'm not yeah. sure when that movie came out, but yes, he was in that. Um, but yeah, it basically is playing off of like the stuff from 20 years ago with like the Tupac and Biggie killings, and no one knew who killed who. And They were, they were going to basically make a hip-hop crow. And and have and draw inspiration from the real life things that happened, starring DMX and Eminem. Around what year was this? Uh, this was um, let's see here. I don't, I don't know how to respond. Yeah, to this. I, it, it, dude, it, it's weird. <laughs> it's it's a weird one. Um, I'm not sure weird. what year this was. When did uh, the fourth Chrome movie come out? Because like Eminem in any genre movie would hold be on, strange. hold on, and I, I I can't stress this enough. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares Fair. Fair. about the fourth Crow movie? <laughs> Touche. We have the Crow Salvation. Was that Edward Furlong and David Boreanaz? Wait, Salvation? Because oh. that movie's amazing. It's terrible, but it's amazing. And then yeah, there's Wicked so. Prayer. Salvation Wicked Prayer was Wicked 2005. Prayer. And what was after Wicked Prayer? Salvation was no! 2000. It was it. Told you. Oh, my gosh. Knew it. Okay. That's your news. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Um, Listen, we're we're pulling at the strings this week, guys. Okay, it's a, it's a it's a weird episode. Yeah, it's all you get from us. What do uh, you want? All right. Um. So anyway, we are not gonna take a break. We're gonna get into the 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 the, the round two, <laughs> part one. Part one. One more time. 
Round two, part one, right? Round two, part one. Round, Round two, bracket, part bracket one. Bracket three. Bracket three. <laughs> Fight seven. Fight this is, seven. <laughs> this is incredibly confusing. <laughs> Let's get into the slayoffs. All right, for reals though, we are back in the summer slayoffs. It's uh, it's officially the uh, the second of four brackets. Yeah, technically, yeah. four brackets, yeah. one winner. Yeah. Uh, but this is this is uh, so second bracket round two, whatever you want to call it. This is the first part of it. Uh, there are eight more matchups in round bracket two. <laughs> if you say so, it makes sense. I promise. Yeah, it doesn't. I trust you. I no, it, well, you. just uh, it doesn't the way you said it. Well, you know what I mean. So <laughs> these these four that we are dealing with now are going to be all of the winners from two weeks ago, each paired up with new combatants because that's how a twenty four bracket works. Yeah, we had twenty four bracket. We works. had eight players who got a buy in the first round yep. and are now matched up with the winners of the first round. Uh, I'm not going to lie okay. to you; these are not easy. Okay. Uh, so good thing we have a little bit of extra time this week. <laughs> yeah, this let's might, do this. Uh, this might go a little long. Okay. First up, we have the returning champ of uh, the original Slayoffs, oh. the Predator himself. Nice. Oh. Up against Eric Draven, the Crow. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So we have basically a an alien a complete sociopath alien. And well he's not a sociopath. Yeah, he's, he's a hunter. He's a, hunter. a sociopath. Oh, okay, fine. He's, he's very calculated. Like he knows exactly yeah. what he, that's, not that's that fair. not that sociopaths don't know what they're he's doing. A but hunter he's a hunter and he wants that skull. That's he wants fair. that skull. That's fair. Uh versus the crow who is technically speaking <clears throat> like a ghoul, right? Like he's not alive. He's he's a soul wearing right. a skin suit he's an, basically. He's an undead being. Yeah, he's not a zombie. He's just undead. Right. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. Um, I have no idea how this goes down. All right, question. I've not seen the Crow sequels. Okay. Do we know, can the Crow get hurt? Well, okay, so it, the Crow sequels don't matter. We're just straight up. This is just the first one? The Crow from the... That being said, he's... He's already dead. He's already dead. Right. He's... He he's, gets shot a lot in the movie, so yeah, he's, he's fine. He's, so he's, he's, fine he's invulnerable okay. to injury. He's basically immortal. He can take on the form of a crow. However, his offense is are all they're they're all things that are pretty much things that are in the physical world: guns, fire, or whatever. You Ripping know. a sweet guitar, which solo. can a hurt the predator. Uh, the, the, does the predator hate music? Because that could actually be uh, the predator can be shot. He th- bleeds, so they're and both, if he bleeds. You can kill it. That's that's actually very true. That is that is very true. Yeah. Um, Schwarzenegger does kill the predator, doesn't he? Doesn't he? No. In that first. Well, the predator, predator self destructs. The predator, but he dies from that's the explosion. Right, that's, right, that's right. Okay, so so the crow could explode the predator, and the crow would be fine in that however, explosion. However, the predator is an alien. The predator has tech that is not of this world. Mm-hmm. And the crow True. is, you know, Eric Draven is in a human meat suit. Right. And even though he's impervious to human elements, mm-hmm. would his body and soul be impervious to Ooh. alien elements? Nope. Here, here. I think the crow wins. Oh. Body oh. heat. Body heat. Oh. He he's not heat living. Signature. He's cold. 
He is he's, cold. He's invisible to the Holy predator. Shit. Well, the predator can change his. So is his, Arnold, though. The predator can change his. Yeah, his, but until uh, he got into the water, the pre- then the predator couldn't see him. He was just like sensing some motion. It was shit. really difficult. But then when the with all the mud rinsed off Schwarzenegger, then the predator saw him. And when the predator took his helmet off, yeah, he had a different vision. And the but crow, he could still like kind of see him. The crow loves to use fire to like make giant crow symbols on the ground and on buildings and stuff, which would absolutely distract. confuse and distract yep. the predator. Okay. Holy crap, guys. I thought the predator had Listen, this, but I'm I, thinking I'm gonna the be, crow. I'm going to be honest with you. If the predator doesn't win this round, this might be the biggest upset in Slayoff history. Well, here's the deal. The predator has been bested by humans before. That's true. Yep. Eric Draven, the crow is he's a human but he's also nigh dead human <laughs> nigh immortal right doesn't have yeah. a heat signature yeah he's got acute like hyper acute senses he has uh um like super strength so this is no mere this is no mere uh, the human is, i wouldn't say that eric draven has super strength does he i mean can, I don't know can about a, that. Can but... a normal person run and jump across buildings without having like crazy, crazy strong quads? I don't think so. <laughs> right, he doesn't quad power. <laughs> no, uh, I guess you're right though. He's he's definitely uh, enhanced a little bit at least. Of course he is. And um, if he can turn into a crow, that's a harder target than a human. Does he turn into the crow? I think he can turn into the crow. Can plus, he? plus, because well, the crow's always around him though. Oh, you're, they're two yeah, separate wait. entities. I'm forgetting. Yeah, the crow is usually on like the balcony outside of the room that he's in, watching him basically. So he could the feasibly use watcher. the crow to distract the predator while he sneaks up behind yeah. and stabs him a lot. However, or shoots him. Being that Draven, I, I feel like the hand to hand combat. Um, I don't think Eric Draven would win against the Predator, in right? The, in the Crow Wiki, this actually says that he has the ability to change into a crow and possess the natural abilities of the crow itself. Really? Including flight and night vision. That's interesting. Okay. Now this, yeah, I that, agree with this, you with hand to hand combat. So this, he could poop on the Predator. Oh, this might. This is actually. <laughs> this is actually from the comic book series, though. Oh, that. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I agree with you. Hand to hand combat. Yeah. I think so the Predator how would has the crow, a but because of the, the crows. Heat signature, sneakiness, and smarts. I feel like he could take on the predator. I f- he 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 could probably trick him. There's trickery going yeah. on. He could probably trick him into into that. Yeah, I agree. And Schwarzenegger did pretty well tricking the predator up to a point. It's true. But he but it was because of the heat signature that screwed him up. Right. It all rinsed off. That was he he almost bested the predator. I'm, and he's I'm just really, a man. I'm really trying to make a a. I'm I'm really trying to make a, a fight for the predator here, but I feel trust like me, I I want the predator to win. Yeah, I, I, even though I he's got the all the tech, signature though, and all that, he, even though he's got all the tech, if you can't see the guy, right? Well, well and like Vito said, he's still he's the 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 predator is not uh, impervious to injury. No. Yeah, and even if he shoots Draven, it, Draven's fine. Right. He's not hurt. Yeah, but but that's with. Unless, human he hits, tech, unless he hits him with like and, his no, plasma, plasma, plasma gun, his, his shoulder, yeah. his shoulder laser, all of that. That stuff's not going to hurt the crow. You don't, you don't think He's alien lasers would hurt the crow? Well, I feel like I feel like Draven. Why would it? I feel like Draven would be fast enough too to like, you know, 
Like he'd be if he can survive he'd be, bullets. He'd be, he'd be squared up against him, and then he'd do like a cool little flip and like rip the fucking laser off of his shoulder. You know what I mean? Fuck. Does the does Eric Draven win over the Predator? I kind of feel like he does. Oh my god! I think he what does, an upset! The which reigning, is crazy. The reigning slayoff champ is bested in the first round he's in. We we never did home <laughs> turf. Oh shit! Does okay. it matter? No, it does. Mm. It might. It actually might. All right. So heads yeah, we got destroyed. Heads we got destroyed. <laughs> tails we got the jungle. Yep. Right. Yep. What do we got? Oh no! Uh, we are in the jungle. So we're in the jungle. Okay. Okay, so the crow loves to light fires. He can literally light the entire jungle on fire and distract the predator. Here's another thing we didn't think about. The predator can be invisible to the crow as well. That is true. With his cloaking. It's only when he when he it was what what happened? I think water. What caused the predator's invisibility to I think it was water, yeah, because it made. Well, his... he, yeah, he jumps over the waterfall. Yeah, and I think okay. like short, it shorted out. There is water like, in the jungle, his tech. Yeah, but yeah. but he is camouflaged in the trees. But he's, he's also so they yeah. can't see each other. That's what's going on. I also I feel like I feel like the crow has like hyper acute awareness though too. You know what I mean? I like uh like you know how animals almost have a sixth sense. I feel like he's got. Yeah, but that's kind of a. Stretched because we don't really gather that from the movie. Okay, you know I get what you mean. Yeah, we I need, we need to make a call on this one. What I do still you guys think, think? Yep. I still think the crow is going to win this one, guys. Yeah, I think the crow. I think so too. Which is I'm it's surprised. Weird. Yeah, but, okay. yeah. Okay, I think it's the crow. All right, this is probably going to be a very unpopular opinion. Although, James, although, although, what do you although think? if they're in the jungle, he doesn't have access to all sorts of weapons and stuff. So the he's crow? kind of so he's kind of stuck with just yeah. How how does combat. he kill? How does he kill the predator? I think he, I think he just lights him on fire. Because <laughs> he can fire, create right? fire, right? No, he can't create fire. I don't think he, what he does lights he do? it with a match. But he's a very he's a fire bug. Um, but he's okay. I don't know. He whacks him with his, hmm. his guitar. This is a tough one, dude. <laughs> this is a fire. tough one. It's very tough. Um, yeah, because uh, predator's home turf. He's like hunting the crow. But again, he can't really see him because he has no heat signature, which makes him a very hard target to hunt. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know which way to go on this. I'm, this is I'm really s- tough. I'm still going to go the crow, I think. The I he- think the, the crow because he, 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 he sig- can survive the heat signature. a stab wound and everything. Gunshots. Everything yeah. the predator yeah, yeah. does and, to kill and everybody. And the heat signature is the, 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 big, like, uh, the big deciding factor, I think. No, I... I I kind of agree. Like, I I really was pulling for the predator, but I was too. He's in my, my heart favorites. of yeah, mm-hmm. in my heart of hearts, the crow's got it. Man, first round that he's in upset. Yeah, that's the way. I personally the way liked, she goes. I like the predator more than I like the crow, even though I like the crow a lot. Yeah. But I think the crow would. Yeah, that's the way she goes, boys. All right, what's next? Okay. What's next? All right, uh, so we have here now, Psycho Gorman. Oh. I've not seen that. Shoot. Psycho Gorman okay. against Sub Zero. Oh boy! This is another one of those fights that is going to be really fucking tough. Why? Whoa! Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Um. um. <laughs> so Psycho Gorman, Mike, uh, you haven't seen the movie, but uh, Psycho Gorman is is an alien conqueror that basically okay. enslaves every like planet universe he's ever been a part of. He okay. ma- he makes it to Earth. 
and is then enslaved by a nine-year-old girl. <laughs> <laughs> because and, because well, she right off the okay yeah, because, because she why? she possessed the uh, like the jewel that was uh, in his chest. Yeah. So all Sub Zero needs is that jewel. Right. So we're op- yeah, we're operating speaking. under the assumption that he's got the jewel back. Yeah. Though, right? uh, Who's home turf? Home, home, home turf. Yeah. So, so home turf. We've so got uh, Sub Zero was going to be the Sub Zero level. Like, Otherworld. <laughs> Otherworld. The outworld. Out- outworld. Outworld. Yeah. Outworld. Okay. I mean. Uh, and then Psycho Gorman. Would it be the garage he's kept in, or would it be his? I mean, we don't really know much about his home planet. We right. Don't really say that much about it. So we'll go with the the garage that he's the garage <laughs> that he's kept in. Yeah, but he has the jewel. He has the jewel. Yeah. Right. Yep. Okay. So heads. Is heads Sub-Zero. is uh. Yep. And we got Sub Zero's lair. All right, Sub Zero. Outworld. Um, so. Okay. <clears throat> I th- I honestly think that n- neither one of those neither one of those would have mattered. No, I agree to you. either character. I agree. Uh, um, they're both they're both in top fighting condition, no matter where they are, mm-hmm. as long as Psycho Gorman possesses his his jewel, his crystal. Let me make this uh, this argument here. Uh, Psycho Gorman is a an alien. He's a conqueror. He's been doing this for millennia. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Sub Zero is like a man plus. Well, he's like an immortal. He's almost, human. He's no, no, Sub Zero's human. He just, how long has he been around for? He's like though? a mutant. I feel like the guys in Mortal Kombat yeah. are more like mutants. They're humans. They're just like advanced humans. I feel like I feel like Sub Zero's more like yeah, he's human, and he's been given the gift of special abilities, of the, yeah. the abilities that he has. But he's or still, found his but he's still very is. much a, a mortal. He's still very much a mortal. He can because Mortal lose. Kombat, he can, he can die, lose in yes. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Um, yes. And then and just to give to give Vito a rundown on Psycho Gorman's uh, abilities here, he has is that all right? Can I run oh, yeah. down? Oh, by all means. Energy project pro- projection. He's able to shoot out energy blasts from the palm of his hand. Portal creation. He's able to open up portals to travel to areas. Transmutation. He mute, mutated Alistair into a fleshy octopus-like oh, creature yeah. and mutate, mutated a cop into a fleshy zombie. Magic stated to have used in his uh, used his dark magic to help a warlord seduce the moon princess. Telekinesis uh, and madness manipulation. He froze a man for an indefinite amount of time. Uh, the the dude he uh, it was one of the thugs that tried to. Oh yes 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 he did freeze him. So, so kind of I don't think so he could kind... freeze Sub Zero though. Mm, it's more of a mental thing. Yeah, he actually sounds like a Mortal Kombat. He does. Character. He does. Right? I was actually going to say the that energy really, blasts like, and all that stuff, and the way yeah. he looks yeah. and the way he uses the sword that's made out of like a like oh, I forgot about that You're like right. a like a like vertebrae and stuff. I like that. I feel like even if Sub Zero were to freeze Psycho Gorman, um, he could just get out of it. Like I feel like he's powerful enough to where that wouldn't really do much to him. Here's what I want you to do. Actually, think about this in terms of a Mortal Kombat fight. Yes, and think about the attributes. Yes, this would be a tough matchup. But Psycho Gorman, Gorman, comes across to me as one of the bigger, slower characters. I disagree. And he's not that big. He's huge. He's not that big though. He's fuck. He's huge. He's compared big. to compared to Sub Zero. 
Think about Sub Zero and like how like quick and spry he is. Sure, in, in the new but he's a ninja. movie, I don't he's feel a like, ninja. I don't think like any of those ninja, those human ninja moves, would ever do anything to Psycho Gorman, though. He just wouldn't. The guy's a conqueror. Guy is. Guy has for millennia enslaved like complete civilizations. So you don't think hey, some little hey, wiener hey, dude has come up to him and hey, tried to uh, hey, wiener so, dude? <laughs> no. So so is Goro. And we've all seen what what, what happens yeah. to him. Goro was a pussy. Goro got um, ta- Goro got taken out by a movie star. Yeah, exactly. He was a pussy. Uh, would Psycho Gorman get taken out by a movie star? Maybe not. No. He but I'm taken saying, out by a nine year old girl. But I'm saying that. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> But I'm saying that Prince Goro, if Prince Goro can be taken out by a movie star, it's it's feasible that Psycho Gorman could be taken out by somebody who possesses incredible strength, speed, uh, the the power to uh, to um, teleport, the power. I, to... I, I don't know. Plus, I... what's to stop Sub Zero from freezing Psycho Gorman long enough to grab the jewel? Where is the jewel? How did how does Sub Zero get the jewel? Uh, it's 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 kind of like held within Psycho Gorman's chest cavity. How's yeah. the nine year old girl get it? <laughs> when she they go to it up. when they go to dig him up, it's exposed and she yeah. pulls it out of the out of the ground. So he's buried. He's buried. He's buried. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, I don't know, man. I still have a That's hard tough. time believing that Sub Zero could beat Psycho. I have a hard time believing it. Like I, I, I feel like. I, I feel just, like even against his best efforts, Psycho no, you're Gorman's, talking about 2020 Sub Zero, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not I 90, feel like Psycho Gorman just got a bigger bag of tricks. Simple as that. Like he can teleport. Hmm. So if Sub Zero, how would Sub Zero even freeze him? If Sub Zero, Psycho Gorman teleport? Yeah, you, you said he did. Oh, I, I, I said he combat could. Characters I said he could teleport. Well, Sub Zero teleports. True, but what I'm saying though is that if Sub Zero tried to freeze him, which is Sub Zero's only real like. Uh, a distance offensive move, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Gorman could just, he would just evade it every time by teleporting out of the way. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I think so. You know? I have done that when I fought Sub Zero in Mortal Kombat. Uh, see, there you with go. Characters that teleport. Okay. And I'm also, and I'm also going to give Gorman at least this round because he's literally enslaved civilizations, like I've said. For millennia. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I feel like a, a, a mortal yeah. mortal plus character is not that big of a deal for him. I will uh... if he if he was buried and Sub Zero got the jewel, I'd say otherwise. But if he has the jewel within him, and I don't know how you'd get that jewel out, yeah. when he's already walking about yeah. fighting you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I I think that's where it goes. So yeah. Sub Zero okay. moves on then. Or I'm sorry, Psycho no, Gorman. Psycho Gorman, moves on. <laughs> Psycho Gorman moves on. All right, what's next? All right, All right two more here. Uh, let's see what we got. Uh, we have the Yotun. Okay. Did I say it right? What? The Yotun. The Yotun. Yeah. The Yotun from, from, from the Ritual. From the Ritual. Oh, I've not seen that. Uh, it's <laughs> a giant... Uh, it looks like a deer, a deer stag thing with human face. With... Arms like a minotaur, but with a deer head. No, no, not at all. Look it up. Oh, with look a human just face. Look it up. Just, yeah, look it up. Just Google the ritual. How do you spell this? The ritual Yotun, spelled J O T U N N. So um, here's so the Yotun versus who? So here's why this is interesting. So the Yotun is what? He's a character of myth. He's a character of magic. It's right? a god. Yeah. Versus Pennywise. Oh fuck, dude. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Like okay. I said, some some of these matchups they take a bit of a time to uh, to get through because they're tough. 
They're so, really, really tough. This is an interesting matchup because Pennywise and the Yotun, in many ways, are very similar. Yeah, use use some of the same tricks. Mm-hmm. But here's the here's the here's the thing though, the Yotun, uh, child of Loki, right? Sure, trickery, god of mischief and mm-hmm. trickery. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Yotun uses its uses its powers to make people see things. Um, I'm trying to remember the ritual, like in, in like the details of the ritual, but it 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 makes people see like the things that they fear, the things that they regret, the things like that have damaged them uh, psychologically. Uh, what do you do to Pennywise? Well, like Pen- like Pennywise, Pennywise is as Josh Enter brought up on on uh, on Instagram. Pennywise is essentially a god. Sure, which. It's it's nuanced, but I'll say this though. Yeah, I'll say this. I don't think the two of these even need to combat uh, combat at all. Why is that? Because doesn't the Yotun get all of its power from the people that serve it? Yes. All Pennywise has to do is put those people—they're just mortals—put those people under his own spell, and the Yotun would have no power. Well. We're not dealing with the Yotun and all of its followers. Mm-hmm. We're dealing That's with true. the Yotun versus Pennywise. Then, then, then option B, I bring up to you the same thing that you brought up in the last round. Uh-huh. If this was Mortal Kombat, the Yotun would be this gigantic, staggering thing. Pennywise would be a smaller, sprightly type. Wait, who's combat. who's got home turf? Oh, oh good point. Uh, so home turf, uh, the the Yotun would be the woods, the the hills of uh, what was it? Scotland, Sweden, Sweden, yep. Sweden, or something. And like then, that. Uh, and then the Dairy Maine, Dairy Dairy Maine, yeah. or the Deadlands. No, Dairy Maine is what it was before. We well, did Dairy Maine before, okay. so uh, so heads is heads is the forest. Well, heads, heads is Pennywise. Oh, heads, heads is, is Pennywise. Oh, no, <laughs> heads is Pennywise, obviously. Oh, okay, that makes sense. And it is tails. Okay, so. But does it matter though? Because Pennywise really matter, no. can really exist anywhere. I sure. feel the Yotun though would not be able to exist in Dairy Maine. Yeah, um, it'd be very. It'd be way harder from you know it to have a. I mean, there's no. It's like, following there. Dairy Maine is where Pennywise resides. Yeah, physically. Sure. So there's no there's no reason it would be in in the the hills of Sweden. But uh, just saying that he's there. Okay. Uh, this one is, this one's tough for me. Is the is is the Yotun is the Yotun like a like a living thinking being? Sure, I mean it's a god, right? Like, like can they fight physically? It can. I mean, it, it can. It, well, can it, they? Can they fight physically? It if, does if, interact physically. The Yotun absolutely interacts with. Because Pennywise could just turn into a giant spider thing, like that's true type too. creature. But the thing is, and, is that Pennywise tends to attack people based on whatever they fear the most. So he would have to figure oh. out what the Yotun fears. Okay. And then present himself as that. The Yotun has, but then the vulnerability that Pennywise has is that forest once... fire. The Yotun fears a forest fire. No, because at the end of the ritual, the forest is on fire and he's fine. I have a, I have a, I have an interjection here. What? The Yotun has a human body basically at the front of its person. Right. That makes it, it, it's it's <laughs> yeah, literally yeah. What, it it is, what it is, but it's yeah. a weird way to describe right. it. Um, the Yot you you. You looked up the picture of it, Mike. You yeah, can see it. it yeah, looks awesome. 
is that a person? Like, is that an actual, like, physical human mm. at the front of the Yotun? I don't know. It looks like it's just part of its body, part of its Because I was going to say, if it was, could Pennywise then affect that human on the front of the Yotun? Um, no, I don't think, okay. I don't think that the human itself, but like, I think that, uh, I think that if the, because it's an animal, I've never really pictured it as like a, you know, like a thinking, you know, like a, something that was, something that was necessarily, uh, walking around with like hyper intelligent thought, but obviously it is sure. because it's, because it's tapping into people's fears and showing, but maybe that's just how it acts on instinct. I have no idea. Okay. Um, I feel like though I, I I feel like Pennywise is damn near eternal. It's been around for millennia, and then even before those millennia, it was around, and it's never met its match before it met the Losers Club. And the right? Yotun's pretty ancient, so like the Yotun's ancient, but I feel like I feel like Pennywise has a leg up here because the one thing that the Losers Club figures out is that. Um, I'm not I shouldn't get into that I could literally go on for hours and hours about that but I just I don't feel like I don't feel like the Yotun would have the wherewithal yeah I just like in a in a battle situation I don't I don't think that the Yotun would be able to Pennywise seems like he has way more tricks up his sleeve yeah like way more tricks up his sleeve well and back well, and really, the only way to like get Pennywise into a vulner, a, like a state of vulnerability, to where he can physically be destroyed, you have to first go through the ritual of Chud. Yeah, which the the Yotun might be aware of the ritual because he too is quite ancient, but I don't think that he would be able to best Pennywise no. in the ritual. I'm into that. Pennywise wins. I think so. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Pennywise the clown is moving on. Which brings us to our last matchup for the night. Ash Williams. Oh, Ashy, baby. Oh, Ashy. Versus the Invisible Man. Oh, my. Ooh. I don't know what you're saying that to. It's an obvious winner here. The Invisible Man. Ash (laughs) Williams. The Invisible Man has tech on his side to be invisible. Ash has a goddamn chainsaw and can spin in a circle. (laughs) <laughs> the invisible man could never get close enough to him to hurt him. <laughs> Plus, Ash is kind of a cartoon in some ways and can take some hits. He can take some hits, but like, I, I just... But he's got a chainsaw and a shotgun. <laughs> there's there's no way, to me... Yeah, and... Not to mention, there's so much... Uh, first off, home turf. We, oh. have, we have the cabin, yeah, and we have uh, the house, basically. Yeah. The waterfront house. So, either way, you're in a house. Yeah. But... Uh, but I will say this. So heads, cabin, tails, the house. It is heads. Okay, heads. Cabin. Easy. There's so much blood coming out of every orifice of that cabin <laughs> that the invisible man does not stand a chance of not getting covered with something for Ash Williams to see him. Yeah, like foot Ooh, like that's footprints. A good, that's a good footprints would be all yep. around. Yep. There's a dusty cabin. All you gotta do is uh, chainsaw squeaky, the wall. Squeaky it'll, floorboards. It'll bleed. Squeak, sawdust. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, invisible. All the sawdust. The invisible man's fucked. Yeah, he's fucked yep. in this. Plus, uh, he's taken out in the movie by a dude with a gun. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. So this could have oh, been. Oh no no no. Ash no, versus I, Christine. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot the end of uh, the Invisible Man. Don't was, tell me. I haven't seen okay, it. Okay. All right. Seen it. I'm Don't not going me. to. But 
But Ash wins. He's <laughs> Ash. Ash. Wins. He's he's very he's very fallible in some pretty easy ways. Yeah. So like, yeah. So I'm saying he's a human though. That's the thing. He's right. just a human. And so. so is Ash. But like, is oh, he? Oh no. But is he? Tongue. He's so much more than human. Really. <laughs> he's you know? a man, baby. He's a man. <laughs> so yeah, Ash. Yeah. Ash. Ash, on. Ash, Ash for the 1, win. One thousand percent. Totally. This. Yeah. All right. That's not even. That was not even a question. All right. Well, somehow we still managed to. <laughs> Make this out to where it's going to be a two-hour episode. Yeah, so probably. Congratulations, boys. Uh, the winners of uh, part one of round two, bracket two, if mm-hmm. you will, uh, are The Crow. Mm-hmm. We have Psycho Gorman. Okay. Pennywise the Clown. Cars. And Ash Williams. All right. Those are going to be some wow. fun matchups next be, week. Or uh, in a couple, <laughs> in two weeks, rather. It will be interesting. All right. Next um, week. Yeah. So we're going to take a little quick break here. And when we get back, top 10 camping scenes. Ooh, okay. Let's go camping. Let's go camping, boys. I'll bring this more. Throughout this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. It's your tofu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's how you come in when you've uh when it's two o'clock in the morning and you're still recording a goddamn episode. Woo! Hey, let's go. You just described every episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I'm like seven beers in. So this this'll this is this is a fun night. This really is, is like camping. It is. I feel it like we're fun. we're all I, camping I, right now. I feel like you did air quotes without actually doing air quotes. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> this is a fun night. It's a, it's a fun <laughs> night. Um, so as always, we've not seen every movie in existence. So obviously, there's probably going to be some stuff that we're missing here. So if uh, during our our top ten Speak camping scenes, you know, uh, countdown here, shut up, James. <laughs> uh, if there's something that you think that we've that is better than what we've mentioned and we should see it, then uh, hey, tell us about it. Um, but uh, that being said, these are our top ten camping scenes in horror movies. In horror movies. In horror films. Uh, in uh, that we've ever seen. Yeah. Here we go. And I, I will tell you um, right now, I I know I have not seen as many camping movies as you guys have <laughs> so this was tough. this was no, really that, hard this, for me this was this, this was, was harder than i thought it was this is probably the hardest top 10 list we've put together yet honestly um it's very niche it's very um specific well the thing is too is like there were a few movies that i could think of where people were camping but then i was like yeah but those were shitty movies yeah <laughs> I, I i took some liberties with a couple of mine i'm yeah, not gonna lie that's fine i took some liberties it's our show uh yeah. where it's like things that like they're like camping <laughs> it's sort of like they're camping <laughs> only one or two only one or two but uh like, my... like, like the dude did pitch a tent so <laughs> <laughs> Like my number ten is sort of camping. It's like 
in the woods doing camping things. All right, so kick what us off. Like camping. Kick us off then. What is I it? I am going to kick it off though. Uh, my number 10 is the Midnight Society. Oh, yeah. From Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh-huh. Uh, the intro to Are You Afraid of the Dark was always a bunch of kids meeting in the woods around a campfire and they f- would throw like the sawdust or, or uh, was it creamer, non-dairy creamer into the fire, whatever it was. Why are you saying non-dairy creamer? Oh, is that what it was? Oh, it, that, that does. That, I never yeah. knew that. Yeah. It's yeah, it's flammable like that. Oh. Um, I don't know what I know that what they threw into it was something very. Wait, they called random. it something the the something dust. But what but it? what it was actually is something like you would find in a grocery store. I'm pretty sure. Um, anyway, though, uh, the beginning of that, I when I was a kid, that's what I wanted camping to be when I was on my own with my friends. Right Hell when you're yeah. like twelve. You know, you don't go camping without your family if you were camping at that age, right? So when you watched that on TV, that's what you thought camping was. Like You wanted to sit around with your friends and tell ghost stories, throw flammable shit into a fire. Like, it was super fucking cool, right? Or at least mm-hmm. just a bonfire. I thought that's what a bonfire yeah, experience exactly. would be like. Yeah. You didn't even do that, you know, when you were 12, 13 years old with your friends. Right. So, like, when you watched this, like, I know it wasn't, like, exactly a camp out, but it was, like the closest thing when you were that age to camping. Yeah. And I've always loved, are you afraid of the dark for that reason? Like that, let's be honest, those opening segments are better than most of the episodes. Mm -hmm. Most of the episodes kind of suck. Let's be honest. Like (laughs) they weren't great. Not all of them were great. So that opening to the, uh, with the midnight society in, are you afraid of the dark is my number 10. Because okay. it's awesome. Real, real quick. What is the scariest episode of? What's Are the you pinball episode? The pinball. The pinball episode. Oh yeah, it's when the, it's I don't when the know kid, that. One. I, I don't know the name of it. It's when the kid gets sucked into the pinball game or the arcade game, and he's running around the uh, the game. Oh, I don't remember with all that. The char- with all the characters from uh, inside the game. It's That's great. actually false. The uh, the so scariest episode is Zebo the clown. I, was that? It was the one with Zebo the clown. Oh, I that think one. I remember yeah, that. And also, and also the ghastly grinner. That one was scary as shit too. I was scared I, of I, I'm one. I'm sure I've seen them. But. It was a vampire in a hospital, but it was like a creature in a hospital. Huh. And it was. I, don't remember, I remember it being really That's the thing scary. That, this that that this show was on for so many years. There's so many episodes. I have the whole. Series I'm sure on I've DVD. not seen the whole thing, but if you ever want to watch it, I do. Yeah. Let's do it right now. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's start it right, right now. Right the second. All right. What do you have for your number 10? Vito? Oh, mine is also involving a campfire. I chose because I was trying to figure out what movie has the best campfire story. And I chose The Burning when they t- tell the story of Cropsy around the fire. And there's also a jump scare in it. But I love. I just love the the how they set the scene in this, and they do it in like Friday the Thirteenth somewhere in that in those movies and other movies and stuff. Like you always see the scene, but I like the one in the burning because like I like the actor how he's like okay and Cropsy and this is his backstory and blah blah blah, and then like someone with a Cropsy mask comes and attacks and everyone screams and I just love that sentiment. Like just gets you in the mood for this type of movie. Yeah. What are you doing, Mike? Mike? Is, Mike Mike's Mike's freaking out right now. There's a fire, there's a fire over here. I'm trying to put it out. Um, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with a campfire one too. Okay. Because you, you know see, you know so me James, you know me I like yeah. to I like to pick and because just like just like my DJ gig the other day I'm a vibe curator <laughs> so curates. I like to I like to curate the vibe and so I'm feeding off of you guys here I'm going with Campfire Tales from 1997. Oh. Have you guys seen it? No, I don't know that. N- not 1991. Mm. Not the one with Gunnar Hansen. I'm talking 1997. Uh, this one's sort of a nostalgic nostalgia pick for me because I saw it when I was like way too young. Sure, and I remembered it for years and oh, years and years. I've I've seen some stuff when I was way too young. And there was <laughs> there's a one of the segments. So this is a horror anthology, uh, Vito. Uh, yeah, I've never heard. And of it. there's a there's a segment. In, it's got a pretty stacked cast like James Marsden, uh, Christine uh, Applegate. No, Christina uh, Applegate. No, the chick from. Uh, Zoolander, the the one who's oh, the one who's married ben to wife. Ben Stiller. Yeah, I can't think of her last name. Yeah, they do. Uh, Amy Amy Smart, hey. Cri- Amy Smart, Ooh. Christopher Masterson, Christine Taylor. Uh, oh wow! Ron Livingston and Ron Livingston is in the particular segment that I was talking about. Okay. Uh, so he's in a segment called the honeymoon, and it is a it's about two honeymooners in an rv driving cross country and they get broken down in the middle of nowhere and there's a harbinger and he says you better get out of here because they come out at night and they 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 hunt at night nobody ever sees them during the day and then does he go who and he goes they yeah they and of course (laughs) instead of listening to it they decide to do doggy style <laughs> which is cool. Watching Ron Livingston with a bad Boston accent, like fucking taking up from behind, kid, is is funny. And he's, uh, he's really living, son. And and it's and it's uh it's just I I misconstrued the message when I was younger, and I thought that the people, these creatures who were hunting them, were crow people. Okay. Because they keep making references to the crows, but it's actually just like every time you hear a crow caw, they're being disturbed for some reason ah, and okay. so i thought that the monsters were crow people when i was younger and it scared That's, that still sounds scared cool, the living daylights out of me wow and i won't tell you how it ends because i think you should uh, yeah i want to see that this. that is my number 10 i i really i really like that segment i like nice. that whole anthology actually nice. we should do it for the show sometime all right uh so number nine now we are on my okay. number nine uh this is coming for me uh a horror comedy or a comedy horror if you will oh um, but they're, uh, the series is pretty, uh, pretty well known. Uh, I've heard of a movie called Scary Movie. Never. You ever heard of Scary Movie 4? Oh, yeah, that one. No, really never. <laughs> so I love the Scary Movie movies, right? They're some of my favorite, like, just stew. I love spoof movies. Mm-hmm. Mike knows this. <laughs> Vito. I love spoof movies, and the Scary Movie movies... It's so weird to say. Just say uh, the scary movies. The scary movies are um they're some of the best, honestly. Like, even though as dumb as they are, even when they got taken away from the Waynes brothers, they still like there's really, really funny parts. And one of the parts that comes to mind all the time is one of the more famous scenes, but it's the broke back mountain scene <laughs> between Anthony Anderson and Kevin Hart. I don't think and I've it ever is, seen this. It is one of the funniest fucking segments I've ever seen in a spoof <laughs> movie. They're in a tent, and they're 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 sleeping back to back to each other, and they're both acting kind of you know like uh, something's in the air, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then one reaches over to the other one's crotch, and he goes, "Man, what are you doing?" He's like, 
Nothing, man. I'm just reaching for some nuts. And he pulls up a container of nuts. <laughs> and then Kevin Hart, and then Kevin Hart reaches over and he's like, he reaches over to uh, Anthony Anderson's crotch and he's like, and Anthony Anderson's like, what are you doing, man? He says, nothing. I just want some penis. <laughs> he's like, what? He's like, I want some penis. And he pulls a pack of peanuts out. <laughs> and, then, and then they start singing this like weird, creepy love song to each other. About them wanting to fuck, and it goes from like super innocent to super hardcore. I mean, you got it gets progressively more and more hardcore. It's featuring copious amounts of oil and lube, uh, doctor's gloves, car batteries, and a gerbil. Wow. And it's Kevin Hart before he was famous, which makes it even better. It's fu- it's hysterical. It's so fucking funny. That's cool. And you know me, I love my horror comedy, so I had to put this on the list for like I don't even know the if- best like tent camping things I don't know ever. if I even knew that they made a scary movie for. There's like seven. Is there yeah, really? there's, yeah, a there's, a, there's a lot. There's a lot. There are a lot. Uh, um, yeah. My number nine, I do have a horror comedy later mm-hmm. on, but my number nine, I have uh, this is from Dog Soldiers. Oh. And there's actually nice. two scenes in this, which I hope that's okay. One is yes. just the opening when the couple are camping and it's the first attack of the movie. And the way she gets attacked is like, like her legs get grabbed. You don't see the werewolf, but then she like gets lifted up high into the tent and then just like yanked out and blood splats on the guy. And it's pretty awesome opening to a movie. But later on, the soldiers are camping around a fire and he's telling a story about a buddy of his that got like blown to smithereens. And he's talking about how like, the weirdest part is when you recognize the pieces like an ear or, and it's like, Oh gosh. And then another guy starts talking, starts another story. That's a kind of a, a joke story. And then a cow's body lands on their campfire (laughs) and the guy starts shooting at it and like, Oh, and they're all freaked. And it's this crazy jump scare. And so that's my number nine. (laughs) No, I know exactly the scene you're talking about. It's fantastic. It's really good. All right. Uh, my number nine, I'm going to go with Willow Creek, Ooh. the Sasquatch movie. Sasquatch. <laughs> uh, this, this movie has the, the rare distinction of a 20-minute scene where nothing happens, and it's the most tense 20 minutes of your it's, life, dude. It's, it's pretty incredible. I remember sitting here watching this with you, and just like I was, I gradually just moved further and further uh, forward on the couch, and I'm just like, "What the? What is gonna happen? Nope. What is happening?" Nope. <laughs> and then, if I remember correctly, nothing. Right? Well, I, mean, I, I think there's some noises. No, the Sam Squatch like attacks the tent. Does like he? you definitely, you definitely see like, like him shakes claw, the, he shakes, shakes the at tent. it, he claws at it. Like, but like you hear him out there. Oh yeah. But it it goes on for it goes on for I th- I think we tie it like thirteen like, thirteen minutes. No, it's or like twenty like minutes. That. Is it twenty no, it's minutes? A, it's a legit twenty minute oneer. There's no cuts. And it's That's yeah, incredible. and it's just and it's, it's just incredible. And it's just like a low angle of the two actors' faces looking at each other. And a lot of it is just like that I, I think it's I think it's what it is for me is the uh that look on your face where you're you're looking at somebody but also your your focus is outward at the same like you're hearing, you're trying yeah. to hear stuff at the same time. So these two are just like making eye contact sort of side-eyed the entire time, but then also like shifting their eyes outward, trying to hear what's going on around them. Yep. And it's so it's so tense. 
and I can't believe that they were able to accomplish that. That's in cool. a in a film. Bobcat Goldthwait was the director of this it's movie. It's a like, masterful. It, it, it yeah, it's, it's yeah. It's um <laughs> like was this was this a master direct- class in in storytelling? Was his direction is. at that point just like yeah, just fine, just sit there. <laughs> Yeah, just, just sit there. Yeah, you're good. There. I know he doesn't actually talk like that, but I love I love imagining that that's him in the director's chair. Now there's there's a there's a Bigfoot. He's attacking your tent. But yeah, that's that's my number nine. I love that moment in Willow Creek. I gotta Creek. see I, that. Um, it was a great movie. Oh, dude, Mike, and, uh, it's so good. It's, it's yeah, it sounds yeah, really awesome. cool. Plus, yep. for anybody who's like, you know, for people like us who actually believe he's out there somewhere. Oh, yeah, of course yeah, he is. Hell yeah. He's that's, not somewhere. That's he's, gold. He's, he's everywhere. He's like, yeah, he's everywhere. He's maybe watching us right now. <laughs> All right, number eight. Um, I'm going with the entire beginning intro to the Friday the 13th remake. Dang it. That was my number Son two. Of a bitch, Mike. <laughs> hey, hey, don't tell me where they are. Jesus Christ. Come Sorry. on, man. <sighs> well, you we can't gotta... take the whole intro. <laughs> Why not? The in- and this is why dick the entire intro is better than the entire rest of the film. I agree. Like, that in- that, that intro was my reason. <laughs> is you mean you mean even the nipple placement? Even the nipple placement. It's a great scene. Don't get me wrong, but even better placement is this scene in the beginning <laughs> of the movie. Um, that's the thing. Like the, the, this this entire movie wasn't like the best Friday Thirteenth movie. I liked it. A lot of people hated it, but the intro to this before the whole pre credit pre-title credit like uh intro to the movie yeah is its own separate kind of sustained story it's a short film yeah basically yeah, it is and it's amazing it's so good great kills great splat i love it like it's everything and and it's, but it's still modern too like it's kind of like a mix of the old and the new and it just it just really really <laughs> works it reintroduces the character of jason Voorhees, and it's like perfect yeah. Love yeah. it, love it, love it, love yep. it. And it's like That's, 24 uh, minutes long, and you forget that the you've never seen the opening credit yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you're just so invested, and you're like, oh, my God. The yeah. part yeah. where these... she's dangling in a, in a, in a sleeping a bag above the fire, because Borghese yeah, well, well, hey, puts her... Was that, was that one of your moments on your list? Yeah. You? You veto? Me, yeah, yes. if you guys if you guys have okay, these on right. your list later too, don't spoil yours later on. Oh, you can okay. Continue on later. I didn't know, you know how. I, this is my first time. So. God, Mike. Well, you've already spoiled that. So let's let's. Let, well, hold on. No, you actually have yours numbered, don't you? I have my numbered. Okay, yeah, mine, never mind. As are mine. Okay, go ahead. So, uh, all right. Yeah. No, I I love I, I like that. I just took <clears> the entire thing because I figure it's a short film. You know, there's not too many scenes in a short film. <laughs> I figured it was safe to do. I apologize for taking the entire No, no, thing, it's all good. Bitch. No, it's it, not. It it's not good. All right, Mike, you're number eight. All right, my number eight is from a little movie called The Lost World Jurassic Park. Oh, <laughs> oh nice, nice. nice. The tent scene when the T-Rex pokes his head into the tent. And I saw this in theaters. I was a young lad uh 12 i guess and it just stuck with me and it's sure. like they just wake up while his head is in the tent and they're like oh <laughs> like and it's just <laughs> well first even before that you see you know that classic shot of his its shadow mm-hmm. on the on the tent you're like inside the tent you're looking out you see the silhouette of the t-rex and it's a slow like and he st- st- pokes his head in and then he like Obviously, people start screaming, and he stomps on a guy, and he sticks to the bottom of his foot, and it's like a really cool scene. 
So yeah, that's number yep. eight. Yep. Sounds like it's really in insane. Intense. You thought you thought I was gonna say intense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice, but, nice, James. <laughs> all right. Uh, for my number eight, I'm going with a horror comedy. Sure. One of my personal favorites. Tucker and Dale. Hey. Um, I almost put one of them on my list. I did that's, not. That's on mine. Yep. <laughs> uh, so I, I have, I actually, I, I picked two. So uh, do you want to do one? Hint? Uh, do you want to give me a hint as to what yours is? No, just, just do whichever one you want, my friend. Okay. Okay. All right. I, I don't think that he. Okay. This is why you're supposed to curate your list, James. I am curating it on <laughs> that the fly. Way, that way, if we all if we have the same ones, we it's fun to find out where they stack up on each other's list. You, you know? literally took the first 24 minutes of a film, dude. <laughs> you have no fucking room to talk. No room to <laughs> touché, talk. Touché. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do both these, and if I step on your toes, Vito, it is what it is. So. Uh, one of two of my favorite scenes. One for comedy reasons. They're both for comedy reasons. One of them is just because it's brutal. Sure. It's the it's the episode or not the episode. <laughs> it's the scene where uh, where Dale Tucker. Why can't I remember which one? Alan Tudyk. So, uh, yeah. He's Tucker. That would be da- Tucker. Uh, Tucker. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's running through the, he's running through the woods with a chainsaw, and the kid thinks that he's chasing after him. But then he ends up run, like passing the kid on the right, and they they're running neck and neck at the same time, and it's because he's running away from bees, I think, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. <laughs> yeah. And so the kid is confused, and it's he looks. Where he does the Texas Chainsaw dance because of the bees yeah. around. <laughs> the kid's confused, and he looks Hilarious. off to his right, and he's just got this look of confusion on his face. And then a, and and Tucker doesn't see him, and a split second later, he just gets impaled on a giant. <laughs> Fallen tree. <laughs> that movie is, it's got to be in my top three. It's so good. Oh, dude, like, it's, it's so funny. So I guess there we go. Evil Dead Two, The Burbs, and uh, yeah, Tucker yep. and Dale. Yeah. Oh, uh, Empire Records got knocked off. No, for horror comedies. Oh, did different I list different list? Did I just steal yours? <laughs> yes, you did. Oh shit! <laughs> well, I might as well say my other one then. The no, what, the, we'll keep it because you got another round coming up. How did well, you no, not no, get my hint? Part of it. How did oh, you not get oh, was that? Oh, I didn't hear you say that. Was that. My I'm hit. sorry. <laughs> well, the other the other is the wood chipper scene. Oh, the wood chipper. Just oh, because it's of the it. Best. Alan, it's the best. Alan Tudyk's okay. reaction. <laughs> like the kid jumps into the wood chipper and he's holding on to his legs. Half of his body is gone and he just drops his legs and he goes, Hey, you okay? It's the important half, too. Like his head and upper body are gone. Hey, man, you okay? It's just so fucking stupid, dude. I love uh, that movie. Alan Tudyk's the best. He really is. Yeah, I'm sorry for stealing yours, Vito. Uh, sorry it's about okay. That. I, I knew this was. I'm sure a lot of mine are going to get it stolen. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do we got? Number seven here? Yes. Yep. All right. Number seven for me is from a movie called The Ritual. Nice. Never right. seen it. Good pull. So I, al- it's I also camping, have the ritual It's camping, on my list. sort of. Well, this is this one is, of those ones where you yeah. have to assume that because they were hiking, well, at some point yeah, they probably pitched a tent. My particular, my particular scene is when they stayed in a cabin they found. So mm-hmm. it's still sort of camping, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and it's the scene where they kind of stay the night in this abandoned shack. They find they all wake up. They all wake up just super fucked up. Like they all have these crazy dreams mm-hmm. and everything else. One guy's literally kneeling at an altar of animal bones and everything else. And they, every single one of them had these crazy fucked up dreams. And it, it's absolutely terrifying because mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys. I've been in the woods at night when 
it's like sort of fallish, right? There's no, there's really no leaves on the trees anymore. Mm-hmm. And you're walking through, you don't have a flashlight and it looks like you're literally walking through hell. Yeah. Like it looks like everything is dead. Everything's like whatever. Like that's what this movie reminds me of. Like mm-hmm. is that type of like atmosphere waking up in a, a cabin that is dilapidated and everything. And then you go outside and it's just like dead woods and everything around. Like it, it's, fucking terrifying like that mm-hmm. that scene that that scene to me is is scary because like i can imagine people going crazy in the woods whether or not there's like black magic involved or ritual sacrifice whatever involved like just going crazy being in the woods because mm-hmm. either you're lost or you're whatever like it's just terrifying and yeah. that scene was awesome like it, it's just like throws everything out of whack in the movie and it's, <clears throat> it's fantastic yeah Loved it. that's cool absolutely uh, what about you, Vito? My number seven is a hilarious scene with Alan Tudyk <laughs> having a chainsaw, and he's getting chased by bees. And get this. Some kid sees him, thinks he's chasing after him, so he runs yeah. and gets impaled by a tree branch. It's yeah. Great. <laughs> go, go on. Is that it? Is that the whole scene? That's the or? whole scene. Yeah. Oh, there's no, there's no more to that scene. Oh. No, I love that scene as well, and I oh, love that movie. Man. But that's like my favorite scene in the movie too. All right, I'm sorry, bud. No, it's all good. It's bound to happen, dude. It's bound yeah, to happen. It, this is going to happen a lot. Yeah. All right, I'm actually going to go back to uh, Mike's 20 minute short film that he stole. Tucker and Dale. <laughs> Mike's 20 minute short film that he stole the entirety of. Uh, the so in the beginning of Friday 2009 uh it's uh it's the toasty scene the the and I think you mentioned it already too the uh the, the girl the girl hanging in the cuz uh, uh. we all know the classic sleeping bag scene in Friday the 13th right yeah it's uh, on part my list seven, baby. part part 7 <laughs> um <laughs> what'd you say mike i said yeah it's on my list <laughs> <laughs> um this is a different take on it and the dude from Cloud Nine, I don't know the actor's name, but he comes, he finds a dead body and then he comes running back because he hears his girlfriend screaming. Oh, yeah. And he sees her hanging above the fire in her sleeping bag and then he runs toward her, but then he gets snapped up in a bear trap. Oh. <sighs> and his whole, like, all the meat on his calf and his <sighs> ankle get torn away and there's bone showing. Yep, yep. And he can't do anything. Excellent bone placement. Excellent bone placement. <laughs> <laughs> So fucking juicy, dude, and he can't do anything except for sit there. I'm, uh, I mean, like, come on, dude, chew your own leg off if you have to. Right? He sits there and watches his girlfriend. Franco did it. <laughs> he sits there and watches his girlfriend burn up in the sleeping bag, and then when the bottom of the sleeping bag finally like burns out and she falls down onto the floor, what? Does that mean that she's super hot? <laughs> you really, you, to, you really had to stop me for that. <laughs> when she finally falls, when she finally falls down on the on the uh, forest floor, there, the way she hits the ground it's is a like thud, thud. Yeah, but it's also yep, like a. Yep. It's like if you took a Jello mold and dropped it from like a couple feet Ew, up. Gross. It's gr- it, it is gross. Like the way she hits, like her body's almost sort of gelatinous. It's really uh, disturbing. Well, probably because it was a gelatinous body. In fairness, it was probably a fake gelatinous version of her. Well, they yeah. added se- sound effects, of course. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh no. Like, I I know well, what you're like, talking it's about. Like, though, you, you know when you gross. get you know when you get burnt and like it blisters and then your skin is just sort of slick. Like her yeah. whole body was like it's just fucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gross. It's so that's, gross. 
that's such an incredibly brutal way for yeah. somebody to be killed too. It's uh it's pretty Ugh. disturbing. So anyway, that's mine. That's fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what's right. your what's your number six, Mike? All right, number six, Jason goes to hell. The tent kill. Nice. Tent kill. <laughs> the tent kill. So I asked you guys about this. I could not think for the life of me what movie this is from, even though it's one of my favorite kills, and it's one of my favorite Jason movies. So I feel very um uh I feel like a terrible fan. Uh, of terrible movies to not remember this. But of course. this is the scene where the super hot chick is riding on the super hot guy. Is that America f- America and Jason and Jason comes up behind her in the tent, stabs her through the chest, through well, the he, tent from the outside. Yeah, he's not then, in the tent. No, no, he's on he's on the outside of the tent. Stabs her through the tent and then straight up and like separates her entire upper bike like from the belly button through oh, the shoulder yeah. and just decimates <sighs> Which this movie bitch. is this in? <laughs> Jason Goes to Hell. This is, okay. It's uh, it's such an amazing tent kill. I fucking <laughs> love it. Like, it is brutal. It yeah. is bloody. It is... And it comes out of nowhere, too. Like, you think to yourself, like, oh, okay, it's a Jason movie. People are screwing. That happens. Nope. <laughs> Not if Jason's got anything to say about well, it. Well, I mean, to be fair, it's a Jason movie, so people are screwing, which means they're definitely going to die. True, but lots of people, but, lots of, but, but usually they screw and then die after. They don't usually die like, like during Mid, coitus. Mid-coit. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't usually happen. So yeah, that's, that's why true. it comes out of nowhere. Like that's You don't true. expect her to get stabbed in the chest while she's you know grinding some dude, you know? Like That yeah, doesn't typically no, happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're pretty right. It's every it's, usually it's always after, yeah. or yeah. they take a break for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, or there's like, a like or there's a them... sound in the woods, and dude's got to run out and see. Right, Daryl, stop looking at our tent. <laughs> yeah, you fucking pervert. You kick your ass, dude. <laughs> yeah, and then he never comes back, and guy dies. But like, it's never like post or uh, or mid coit. You know, like, yeah. it just doesn't happen. Yeah, and yeah. I love that kill. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. So that's about, my number six. What about you, Bob? My number six, it's pretty much the entire movie, but I have a scene. Uh, the movie is The Hills Have Eyes. Oh, Ooh. nice. And the scene... The, the original? It's like, yeah, the original. The scene is... It's actually a scene I don't like, but I, I put it on here because it's just so brutal and like... It's the RV attack. The first time they actually attack inside the RV. And mm-hmm. like they kill... I think they kill uh, D. Wallace. They, yep. there, there's a rape. There's, there's a lot of crazy crap What's going on. What's not to love? And it's just like so <laughs> intense. And I remember watching this the first time. I'm just like, no, it's oh. actually in an RV. In an RV. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it's so in an RV. Uh, but yeah, so that was just like, and that whole movie is just like that. It's really good, but dang, is it brutal. <laughs> No, it does. It, it definitely uh, elicits a certain response from you, which is the entire point. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, 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 I feel like this that. is my limit of these kinds of movies. Like, I haven't seen Last House on the Left or uh, you wouldn't like, like it. Cannibal Holocaust or anything yeah, like that. Like, no, no, no. This no. is like Last, my limit. I think Cannibal Holocaust. I feel like that you you would like. However, you would hate certain scenes. Got it. I, I, there's a lot to like about the movie. I'm I love curious movie, about it, but just because yeah. of everything I've heard from yeah, you. Yeah, I, I don't. It. Mike, I, don't we should, I don't honestly think you would have that hard of a time with. Cannibal we should Holocaust. watch it sometime. We should okay. watch it sometime. Yeah. But yeah, Hills um, of Ice. Yeah. Well, uh, number six, James. 
I was actually gonna. I, this one I actually had in my. I I kind of put some of these in places, and this one I actually had in my sixth spot. And uh, it's it's funny that you mentioned <clears throat> right because uh, <laughs> I went with I went with Deliverance Deliverance from 1972. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I think everybody knows what scene I'm gonna pick because it's the most horrifying scene in the entire it's movie. Well, they have a picnic, right? It's the one where the yeah, but then some, there's a bow and arrow accident. Oh, and a, you have and, not seen uh, this oh, yet, and Mike. There's, and, a, and there's a slight earlobe nick. Oh, and then a guy gets fucked in the ass, <laughs> right? <laughs> Dude, the the first time I've not seen Deliverance. Okay, you need to I see had, this movie. Yeah, I know. I know. You know, to be honest with you. We watch so much messed up stuff that I don't think it'll really have an effect on you. Yeah, I think it's overhyped for you, but it's no, it's I a really, really good movie though. I really it's don't well think done. it I really don't think this particular guys, scene Guys, I've seen Brokeback Mountain. Okay. Come on. You've also seen wow. scary movie before. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't think that this particular scene would have that much uh, of an effect on you, sure. but I saw it when I was young and um I've always been creeped out by the idea of like, like homosexuality. No, like, what the fuck is no, wrong with you, dude? You, Will you shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I've always been creeped out by like, uh, like, like backwoods. Like, I, I know that not everybody that lives in 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 the backwoods yeah. is a like some inbred crazy hick, but in movies where there are inbred crazy, crazy hicks. It's always scared the shit out of me. Sure. Like, first time I ever saw Wrong Turn, I was like, oh, God, that's scary as shit. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, scary as shit. This movie, the first time I ever saw this, and it was, like, so kind of grounded in something very real. Mm -hmm. it, it just, it upset me to, it upset me in a way that I couldn't describe when I was younger. It was so messed up. And now that I'm older, I watch it and I'm like, I, I, like it's just a really good movie. Yeah, incredibly, I mean it's still disturbing, inc incredibly disturbing, but it's a great movie. Uh -huh. uh, but yeah, that that particular scene, this I'm gonna make you squeal, piggy. That's fair. Like the fact that they put him in a diaper. Well, is he in a diaper? Or is he yeah, just? It's, de it's dehumanizing and it's, yeah. it's rape and it's it's really just horrible what yeah. they do to this person. It and is this awful. is on your top ten. This is on my well, my favorite camp scenes. Not favorite. These are just like <laughs> we're not talking necessarily favorite here. It's more so just like just top ten things. camping. Yeah, <laughs> I guess top top ten most impactful. Top ten scenes. things top. we don't want happening to us when we camp. Top That's... ten dream <laughs> destinations, maybe. <laughs> oh, it was impactful. All right. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's my number ten. That was your number 10? Or my number six, whatever. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number five, then, uh, is uh, Sleepaway Camp. This oh. is my my choice that I use for a, a camp setting. You know, like a, like a, like a kid's summer camp Summer camp. Sure, sure, yeah. yeah. Not kids, but, you know, like summer a summer camp. camp. Summer camp setting. Um, and uh, for obvious reasons, I have to go with the, the last, <laughs> the very last scene of the movie, the very last kill of the movie. Like, sure. It's iconic. Like, it's, it's the one movie... Uh, Everyone should know what I'm talking about at this point, but like it's iconic in the sense that when I first saw this, it's one of the only movies, actually, no, it's the only movie I've ever seen that kept me up at night. Hmm. I closed my eyes, and I have a theory about why this happened, but I closed my eyes, 
and the image of her face was burned into the back of my eyelids. And, and, it's, I, and it's because... And I have a theory about that, and it's because... It's not they, a theory, in, they it's real. Invert, they invert <laughs> the footage. Right? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. No, yeah, it's, yeah they, it happens. If, if you stare at that screen yeah, long enough they, with those inverted colors, that will be... It, it's like... Yeah. It, it's like yep. those things on Instagram where it's like, look at this dot for 30 seconds, and yep. then look at the ceiling. It's like, oh, shit, But they knew Jesus. about this 30 years beforehand, man. No one knew about it. Nobody knew. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. Sorcery. You're this absolutely why, right, though. This like, is why people believe in magic. Once once her face goes to like green and black, yep. and you continue staring at the screen. You close your eyes. You close your you eyes, and the, the face scene. is still yeah. there, and yeah, it's, it's fucked. Crazy. Yeah, it's um, crazy. But, uh, yeah, very obviously. Like, I mean, I'm putting this at number five, but like... That it has a lasting effect on me. Mm. That camp movie, like mm-hmm. that's yeah. like, it's 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 terrifying. Not because of what was so shocking about that scene, but like it's it's the face, like it's the it, face. Yeah, it, it, how crazy is it? Well, that it's... movie has more effect on her face at the end, other than the fact that she is a dick at the end. Like, <laughs> like well, the <laughs> fact that that face can overshadow. The fact that like she is a completely different character the entire movie. Yeah. It's right? also the sound. What though. does that tell you? It's also the sound because she's the just sound going like too. <sighs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's everything. It's everything. But like, like that. That like, says what? a lot though, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. man, that says. Well, a lot. and it's the unnatural weight because they, you know, they had the mask made. I'm the guy. Yeah. They had the yep. mask made of uh, uh, Felissa Rose. Yep. To and they had to put it on a young man. It's so and weird. it's so un. It sits so unnaturally on his on his and that body. Just helps it though. How is that, that oh, a yeah. mess though? That's like that's literally her face. Oh yeah, was oh, it like right. a cardboard cutout? Oh yeah, cut it's, an inc- it's an incredible mask. But like, no, it was latex. It it was like a molded mask. But but it's it's the fact that it sits so unnaturally that makes it that much creepier. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was like a matted thing because there's no, like dark no. right here, and then it's like a different person's head. <laughs> like, no, it's it's definitely a uh, molded mask that they painted, what? and the whole that's deal. the yeah. freeze frame. You're looking at a molded mask. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's hey man, shocking. 80s wow. 80s movie magic. They were good at it. I watched that scene today because I was considering it, but I didn't think it counted. <clears throat> yeah. All, All right, right, Mike, number five. Anyway, what do you got? Number five, I took the Friday the 13th part seven sleeping bag kill. <laughs> nice. Even though I know you guys already talked about it and mentioned it earlier. We didn't use it as one of the... No, not in this list. We haven't. Right. Uh, that's true. In other lists, we were talking yes. about the show. In, in other, other lists, lists, in other lists, we have because it's an iconic scene. But yeah, it's, I mean, I can't not best. think of camping without thinking of that scene <laughs> because it's hilarious. Absolutely, absolutely. And if you don't know what scene I'm talking about, it's when he takes a sleeping bag filled with a girl and just slams it against the tree. <laughs> a sleeping bag filled with a girl. <laughs> it's like putting a gavel down on a burrito. <laughs> it's hilarious. All right, for my number five, I uh, I went. Well, this is one that was already taken earlier, but I'll get a little more specific. The ritual. Yep. From 2017, uh, after the night of nightmares that they all have, I think the creepiest thing is when they walk back into the house. And they they're kind of getting their bearings back, and you know that feeling when you wake up just from like a shit night, and like maybe you drank too much, maybe you have weird nightmares, and you're just stumbling around trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Imagine walking into a creepy cabin and finding your buddy 
stark naked, down on his knees, bowing to a weird effigy. You mean Whoa. <laughs> you mean... Yeah, I don't think anybody picked that up. Did you say Thursday? You said you mean Thursday? Uh, yeah, yeah that, that sounds freaky. That scared the hell out of me. I, it's just a uh, the the image of anybody bowing to like a like a an, an a effigy of a deity yeah. is is scary to me. Yeah, um, especially one that are hanging on a tree. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And then there was there was another one, uh, moment in that too that gave me sort of the same the same sort of uh, feeling was the first time you see a hand in the forest, mm, yeah, just kind of like like it's you see it, you don't even see it at first, but then all of a sudden you see it move away from the tree. When you first see it, you're like, oh, it was a human hand. That's creepy. But but then you realize, oh, it was like 14 feet off the ground yeah, though. Yeah, it's creepy. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Think- so. That that movie actually gave me some pretty good chills all the, around. The I gotta creature, see that movie. the creature in the woods in the ritual, is a confusing creature. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't really make any sense. Whoever came up with that, I'm sure was on a, a, an amazing cocktail of drugs because <laughs> that creature doesn't make any sense. Like cool who, design. It's cool who, design though. Who puts those things together in that way though? Mm. <laughs> you know, like you have to be on drugs to design the look of that that thing. That's awesome. Um, but, uh, anyway, though, uh, let's see here. Uh, number we four, on? number four, my number four is from a little Australian movie called Wolf Creek. Oh, Wolf Creek. Wolf Creek. Uh, it's when Mick Taylor makes friends with some of the locals when their car breaks down and they're camping out, uh, in the bush that night. Yeah. And, uh, he joins them and he's giving them stories about things that have happened in his past and whatnot. And the best part about the scene and why it is so fucking creepy to me mm-hmm. is that he comes off as the most lovable guy ever. Mm-hmm. He's just there having a beer. He's drinking with them. He's talking <laughs> with them. And then all you, of a sudden... <laughs> I was going to say, you went from Australia to Boston real quick there. It's fine. All of a sudden... He's killing him. He's just How do you slicing, like them apples? He's just <laughs> slicing them to bits. <laughs> no, it the, the turn though that Mick Taylor goes from yeah. like being super friendly to these campers to like immediately the next scene. Like he helps them out, suddenly there's a weirdness, and then all of a sudden they wake up and they're all tied up in the bush and everything else, and he's just having a good old day. I like, haven't, it, it is it is so fucking crazy. I like, haven't seen uh Wolf Creek since we watched it for the since we watched watched it for the show, but in that scene, isn't there a weird thing where he's telling a funny story and then all of a sudden he stops and just stares yep. at the girl yep. for like yep. forty seconds? Yeah, the guy actually. It's, it's oh, the, the guy. dude. Yeah. yeah, the guy. Yeah. The guy makes a uh, 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 he makes a remark where he's like, like some, a crocodile Dundee. Yeah, he joke. makes like a crocodile like this is a knife type joke. That's not a knife. And then Mick Mick just like stops and he's like just stares a hole. Like directly through him, yeah. and like that—that that right there it's is so uncomfortable. Right yeah. like, so oh, uncomfortable. Oh god, it's so good though. Um, John Jarrett is amazing, it's a and the Mick, the Mick Taylor mm-hmm. character is probably one of the best horror characters. Yeah, I like love killer him. characters. Like I think in the last decade, honestly, the mix of like his dark humor, uh, mm-hmm. and and also just like the kind of the the jolly jovial australian attitude that he has yep. mixed with like just what a brutal killer he is mm-hmm. it's a it's he's an amazing character yeah absolutely yeah. 
Uh, what do you got for number four, Vito? All right, so my number four is a little movie called Wolf Creek, where <laughs> Nick Taylor makes some friends with some tourists, really? helps him with his car, and then uh, <laughs> sits around a campfire sharing stories. And the creepiest thing about it is that he's like this comes off like this lovable guy. <laughs> I've heard this somewhere before. <laughs> was yeah, that literally really, that scene. That was oh my god, amazing. Literally so we that both, scene. We both hold to the same esteem. Number then. four. Yeah, and, and it is, it is creepy because he's like just telling stories, but then he has those little moments yep, where he just yep. like you can tell he's like getting pissed off at this guy. But yeah. it, like you think like he's being the better man but like once you know what happens you watch it again and again like you see him like i'm gonna totally kill oh yeah you. like <laughs> you can, it's like you can holy see crap him, you can see him thinking he's like huh, oh. huh, huh, huh. i'm gonna kill you like, yeah it's messed up it's the creepy. are bad man what do you want from me um <laughs> anyway that's my number four as well <laughs> yeah no great 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 um my number four goes to sleepaway camp two Oh, unhappy campers from 1988. It's a great flick. And I call this one. This camp sucks shit. <laughs> uh, so this was a toss up for me because there is a there's an amazing scene in this movie where Angela kills two of the guys, uh, one with a Freddy Krueger glove. Yep. And then the other with a chainsaw as she's dressed like Leatherface. Mm-hmm. Th- those are tough to not put on the list. But I got to give this one the crown jewel of this entire film is when she drops the chick into the outhouse (laughs) head first and then the girl like starts like she somehow writes herself and starts to climb up to the top of the shithole and angela just takes a big stick and starts jamming her back down into the crap hole and the chick's face is like covered in leeches and shit and stuff gross yeah she ends up drowning her in in the outhouse yeah yeah, just it's, disgusting. Uh, it's, I uh, it's certainly a scene. <laughs> I saw I saw this movie only once when I was younger, and I was in seventh grade, and I was at my friend Terry's house, and and I remembered that scene from all the way back then, and then I had to look it up today just to make sure that I was remembering it properly. But yeah, it's it's pretty masterful. Yeah. Not oh yeah. Lie. Not oh, gonna yeah. lie. Um. All right. We plus, got Spring, th- plus Springsteen's what sister? Is that Springsteen's sister yeah, that yeah. plays Angela in that movie? Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> Pamela Springsteen. Mm-hmm. All right. We're number three. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, my number three is the RV invasion scene from The Hills Have Eyes. Oh. However, oh. mine is from the remake. Oh. Um, oh. So because seen it. Because here's the thing. I think the remake is better than the original. I I, I do as well. Listen, it's one of those rare movies where it was made in a time, kind of like the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. It was made at a time when the remakes weren't what they are today, and they actually took them seriously, and they made them fucking scary as shit. And yeah, I've never amazing. seen it. I, I, um, I should, yeah. The RV invasion scene in the Hills of Ice remake, it's got baby napping, it's got mutant molesting, it's got bird eating, it's got fathers on fire, murder sprees, what is not to love? Like it's uh it's it's every most like every disturbing, uncomfortable thing you can possibly imagine mixed with and I already met said it again, but like the crate of all of those things, of like a mutant trying to rape a woman and babies getting kidnapped and everything else, like Still, the craziest thing about that entire scene is a guy literally biting off the head of a bird and then drinking its blood. Like it's insane. It's wow. gnarly. And oh, you I... mean Thursday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, you named your bird Thursday? <laughs> um, 
I I just love this movie. I do. Like it it's unsettling, obviously, but like it's supposed to be. Yeah. And it's effective and I love it. And um like I said, I love the original Hills of Ice too, but the remake for my money is the better movie. It just is. That's like cool. I love Craven, whatever, but like it is what it is. Love it. Cool. Chiz, so that's my that's my number three. All right, what do you got, Vito? My number three is a backpacking scene uh, from American Werewolf in London. Nice. It is the first werewolf attack scene when the two main characters are backpacking at night mm-hmm. and they hear a noise and they're like, "What was that?" And they're that like, "Oh shit!" Like, Sorry. oh, it's in front of us. What is that? A big dog. And it's like the camera kind of whips around them and stuff. And yep. it's just so, it feels so real. Like you're walking with them in the middle of the woods and you're like, something is walking with us and we don't know what it is. And then the one guy just gets mauled. Yep. Like insanely mauled by the werewolf. Uh, it's a great scene. Great it's scene. a great scene. So yeah, that's my number three. Absolutely love it. Good stuff. All right, my number three goes for it goes. Uh, what the hell's going on here? Uh, my number three goes to a little film called Cub. I knew you were going to take a Cub reference. Knew it. Hell yeah, you did. Yep, yep. Or in its native, uh, what was it? Belgian? Yeah, it's called Cub. Velp. It's called. It's called like Velp. <laughs> Velp. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> So there's a few movies in this scene. Uh, I, I or, or there's a few movies. There's a few scenes in this movie that I love. One, one more time. <laughs> uh, there's a few scenes in this movie that I love. Uh, I love the movie altogether. What's not to love? <clears throat> Rube Goldberg traps. Oh, yep. In the woods. Yep. Ooh. That's that's amazing. Uh, a feral kid with an awesome mask. Yep. Like maybe. I mean, one, his whole life is basically camping. One of my. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's yeah, he's he just an, he's an outdoorsman. Yeah. <laughs> uh one of my favorite masks to date. It's a great mask. in a movie. It's so cool. Uh weird twist at ending. I'm going to narrow this one down to two scenes. The first one is when Kai first shows up in the tent mm-hmm. like after the after the um the camp camp counselors or whatever you want to call them the the scout leaders yep. tell the tell the kids the story of Kai and then you see this shot of them like sleeping in their tent and then you just hear this weird musical musical note and the camera pans up and you actually see Kai standing in the middle of the tent, just like standing there. Yep. And he and he ends up going up to uh Sam, the the main kid in the movie. And like the way he's he's so animalistic. Like he's dirty, he's drooling, he's got this he's got this awesome mask on like he's leaning over sam and like drooling all over him it's so scary yeah and then that and the truck scene (laughs) where the dude shows up and there's like 20 kids in this tent and the guy just barrels into the tent with the truck and kills all of them Ah, it's terrible it's terrible but i'm sure they deserved it for some reason or another (laughs) well they were little assholes so you know oh my god they got what was coming yeah i'm assuming you've never seen i've never seen that it's it's really good man it's really really good it's one of the few movies that james owns yeah one of the very i bought it on blue as soon as it came out. oh i gotta i gotta watch this yeah Yeah, it's good it's good all right that's it for my number three all right so we're on number two now uh mine is one that we've already mentioned before uh because it happens when you get to the top of lists right because everyone loves good stuff uh the sleeping bag kill from friday part seven like there's there's this is at the top of my kills list when we did our kills list uh and because they're camping there's no way it can't be the top of my uh 
camping list. It, mm-hmm. It's just a great scene. It's one of the most iconic kill scenes, I think, in in horror history. Uh, Plus, isn't there isn't there a separate cut too? Or do, is it actually in the movie where you see Kane kick the sleeping bag after he's um, done with it? That was in. I want to say that's like what was deleted out of it. So in part seven, so there's two versions of it. There's or two release versions in two different movies. There was the part seven version mm-hmm. where. Uh, he grabs her out of the tent or whatever. Uh, she's in the thing, and she and he whacks her against the tree once, and then it drops, and then he just stares at it. Yeah. And then they redo this kill in Jason X. Oh yeah. Uh, where right. he where he like hits them a bunch of times in the tree, but then it also hits them on top of each other, mm-hmm. and it's like a more brutal version of it. <laughs> um, however, the original scene in Part Seven, he whacks her against the tree three or four times. And then it's way more brutal than the, in the uh, deleted scenes, which has never well, been released. Wasn't it? Obviously, wasn't but. it? They couldn't get it just right, and so Kane just like went crazy, and he ended up hitting it on the tree like seven times. And then he was so pissed at the end of the take that he kicked the I, sleeping bag. I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard that. I've yeah. never seen the footage because okay. it's never been released. Um, I've heard that though. All right. As far as I know, it's I never thought been that released. you told me about that. So I. Um, it's it, dude. There's so much knowledge <laughs> that goes in and out of his head. It's very possible, but. Um, but regardless, that scene in part seven though is just oh, iconic, it's classic, and it's yeah. one of the best rip you out of your tent, smack you against the tree type scenes, right? Totally, because there's so many of them. Such a brutal way to go. <laughs> All right, what do you have for number two, right. Vito? My number two has also been already said. It's the complete opening to Friday the Thirteenth remake <laughs> uh, with a highlight of that fire scene. There you go, <laughs> the sleeping bag. It's good. <laughs> A lot it's people, so good. A lot of people hate this movie, and I don't understand it. Like, in the scheme of things, it is such a more watchable movie than some of the later Friday the Thirteenth movies. Well, I <laughs> remember really I saw is. it in theaters, and I, really, I remember that opening. I was like, it, "It's unfortunately the movie just doesn't live up to that opening." No, yeah, that, no. Mo- that opening is so good as <laughs> a short film. Yeah, I wasn't. A, I wasn't a huge fan of like taking the setting to some some yuppie rich kids like his parents giant cabin in the middle of mm-hmm. you know like on on a pristine lake and stuff in like in fairness it, though the cabin has great placement it does so juicy <laughs> it's just that's that's it that's how we do um yeah so uh uh number 2 for me yes sir goes to back country do you remember oh, this movie I do, the bear movie the yeah. bear movie uh and love that guy this one took me by surprise. Um, the bear attack scene. The bear. The bear took you by surprise. <laughs> the bear in the bear movie. <laughs> the bear. The bear took me by surprise. Just um, call me James Bear. Uh, we went into this movie not knowing anything about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and when the when the bear comes into the tent and first attacks the dude and bites him down to the bone on his shin, what I thought was okay. So this this movie is going to be a survival movie. Like it's going to be this girl trying to get her injured fiance back to civilization while avoiding the bear. Uh-huh. And that is not what happens. <laughs> like he, no. the bear attacks him. She sprays the bear with bear mace. And then the bear comes back for more like two minutes later, drags the dude out of the tent. Yeah. And it's, it's quick cuts between hearing him screaming just bloody murder and also one of the most frightening things to me is how in the moment while he's like having his face ripped off he has the wherewithal to tell her to run 
Mm-hmm. So he's like having his face ripped off, and he's like, "Oh, Jennifer, fucking!" <laughs> <laughs> and then it keeps cut. Have you ever seen this, Vito? No. It's one of the most brutal bear attack yeah, scenes no, it's, ever. Oh it's gnarly. And they keep cutting back and forth, like, and and she's kind of in a daze, and she's watching him being eaten alive. He's screaming. His face is being ripped off. His eyeballs hanging out. His his lips are hanging off and stuff. I like actually it's... forgot about this. Oh. And then but she, now you're re-mentioning it. And then she it, finally yeah. gets out of the tent and she goes to run. And then she comes back to look at his body and his body is just a ruin. Yeah. It's just a fu- it's... it's a mangled mess. It's incredible. Yeah. Oh. Um, I, I such a gnarly scene, dude. I can't believe I forgot about that. Such like, a gnarly it's scene. It's insane. It'll yeah. make you never want to go into the woods in bear country. <laughs> honestly, like it's it's nuts. Well, it was a black bear too, which they're not typically known to attack people in that way like no with, they're, with, they're more skittish with but black yeah. bears like if you make a lot of noise and get up in their face they typically take off running but it's mostly all bears but yeah in this in this black movie especially uh, though yeah they're especially yeah. timid yeah. absolutely in this yep. movie the black bear Cujo had, the had bear. a fucking score to settle for some reason yeah. um yeah that's my number two the bear from grizzly two. <laughs> uh we're at number one. Number one. All right, Speaking here we go. Grizzly my, too. <laughs> my very, my very last uh, uh, one here, and my number one scene of all time, which was already mentioned, but way down the list, which I I thought for sure I was going to tie James with number one for this. Uh, it's the Willow Creek tent scene. Mm. It's single handedly the most terrifying twenty minutes you'll ever spend. If you're the kind of person that enjoys and appreciates good suspense, right? right, right, right. If not, this does nothing for you. Right. You're, you're going to think it's boring if not. But yeah. if you're the kind of person that appreciates that type of um, those types of scenes and that type of writing and filmmaking, whatever, it's one of the most tense 20 to 25 minute long scenes you'll ever see in your life. It's it's one camera, probably a GoPro or a fucking DSLR, honestly. Sitting in sitting in a tent, just looking up at two people waking up in the middle of the night to a Sasquatch ravaging their tent. Sasquatch. It is fucking terrifying. It is. It is. It's so intense and it's so. Um, I I don't even know how to describe it. it you just need to watch it. Like it's so good. It mm-hmm. is masterful. Mm-hmm. Bobcat Goldweight. Gold gold. Goldthwait. Goldthwait. I can't even say his name. Uh, Watch the movie. It's amazing. Um, Like he's he's a master at this. Like like, Mm. the dude's an amazing director. Mm -hmm. He really is. Um, Doesn't probably get the credit he deserves, honestly. Um, But yeah, this scene is is hands down the best camping scene you'll watch in a movie, for my money at least. Okay. It's just it's just amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. What do you got? But I'll add it and, to the list. Sorry, and real quick, <laughs> the fact that you don't see anything, that's the most that's the most impressive part. You never see anything. Right. It's just the two of them in a tent, sound effects, and then like you'll see the tent move and that's it. But it is fucking masterful. Mm. So good. That's cool. Um all right, Mike, so number one. For my number one, it's kind of the whole movie, but I have a scene, and it's been mentioned already. Deliverance. Mm. Uh, I cannot think of camping without thinking of Deliverance. So once you see it, Mike, you'll know what I mean. But I'm going to go with the scene just to kind of show. In a good way or a bad way? I I don't know how to answer (laughs) that. But I'm going to go with dueling banjos. Okay. Because it's a moment in the movie where 
it's kind of a little like eerie. Like they're they're meeting these still like backcountry folks, and this little kid, or he's not really little, but he's he looks a little off, but he's playing a banjo and and Ronnie Cox from uh, you know Total Recall and The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. He's playing his guitar. And the kid repeats what he plays. And he's like, oh. And they're kind of just communicating through music. And then they get to a point where they're playing a lot. The kid's smiling. And it's like, wow, okay, all the tension's gone. It's like really happy. And they're like, wow. And, and they, they finish. And he's like, wow, that was great. Yeah, that was great. And he goes up to the kid and he goes, wow, you are an excellent banjo player. He goes to shake the kid's hand. And the kid just looks away really fast. He just turns away. Like he just doesn't want to be touched, doesn't want to face him. And immediately all that comfort goes away. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, yeah, what? Okay, what's going on? Like, who are these people again? And what am I in for? And then the movie kind of just goes <laughs> from there. And it's like, that's the brilliance of the movie. It's, it's the just, jumping off point. Yeah, you're kind of just unsettled the whole time, even in these pleasant scenes nice nice yeah you get a sense of comfort from this from this interaction and then all of a sudden it just goes right back it just to, goes no, right no. away and, yeah um <clears throat> all right my number one i can't believe nobody mentioned this movie at all but my number one movie uh moment camping moment and this is the the moment that made me question whether i ever wanted to go camping in a tent <laughs> ever again blair witch project oh i I was going to choose something from it, but like I don't know. I, it's it's the, just a bunch of people lost in the woods. Like it, it's <laughs> uh, well, to me, it's the I I first of all, I love the Blair Witch Project. It's is as far as I can remember, it's the first horror movie that I saw in theaters. Okay, um, is that right? Yeah, I think so. What is it? Nineteen ninety seven, ninety nine. Yeah. Um yeah, 99. As as far as I can remember, it's the it's the very first horror movie I ever saw in theaters and I was unaware of all the uh, all I knew was the viral yeah. marketing. Yeah, yeah. So Which I thought it amazing. So I thought it was real. Mm-hmm. So it scared the shit out of me. And it, you get to the scene uh toward the middle, you know, kind of the middle of the second third of the movie or whatever where they have already woken up on several nights and heard weird things going on in the in the sure. forest. And then they finally wake up one night. They're hearing weird shit going on. And then all of a sudden, violent shaking of the tent. And you hear babies crying. And you hear, like, you hear footsteps out in the woods. And the tent is shaking violently. They're all screaming. And they they just decide to ditch the tent, which is, to me, like... Even even being inside of a tent, it's still some sort of comfort, you know? Mm-hmm. It's some sort of protection. Like, yeah. the idea of getting out and just running through the woods, it's like, you have to be so desperate at that point that to get away from whatever's going on that, like, you're just willing to, like, give up all of your shelter and all of your safety. Yeah. And then there's there's a line as they're running through the forest where you hear Heather go, she just goes, what the fuck is that? What is that? <laughs> yep. What the fuck is that? Yep. And the backstory to that is 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 creepy to me, too, is like uh, you were originally supposed to see the there was supposed to be a shot where they pan up with their camera real quick. And you were actually supposed to see the witch or what might have been like. You know, like vaguely the this the the outline of the witch standing on a hill above them, mm-hmm. 
And they actually shot it in that way where they didn't tell the they didn't tell the three of them that it was going to happen. So when they jumped out of the tent and they got to running, Heather looks up over her shoulder and she sees this figure standing at the top of the hill and so she just yelled, "What the yeah. fuck is that?" Yeah. So that's her genuine reaction to what was going on. So that to me like, they put these three through such hell during the filming of this movie. But it and it came worked. it came across so genuine. Like the terror in this movie feels very real to me. Uh, it's it's the first movie that I ever saw that made me really really ever like question if there was like there was a there's an activity that I already enjoyed doing and I was like I don't know if I want to do that anymore. Sure. Like sure. Jaws <laughs> Jaws didn't make me afraid to go in the water because I live on the Great Lakes. And there's there's only a few right. sharks in the Great Lakes because they make their way up here from you know wow. wherever. <laughs> but witches can be anywhere. But witches can be witches can be anywhere. There was like, one. like one. Whatever. Witches can be anywhere. Uh, like when you're camping in a tent, you're so vulnerable. You know, like yeah. it's just it scared the shit out of me. And That's it, and awesome. It, did that scare Did that scare you more than Ezra? Ver? Um. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the secret of Ezra. Ver. Book of Shadows, yeah. <laughs> so I, I figured that was going to be on one of your guys' lists. Yeah. yeah, that's my top. I, I mean, I've I know, only seen I know it, it once. I know it sounds, I know it a sounds cliche, but like I, it, it's so attached to me, like from childhood that yep. that even to this day, I, I can probably like, if I got out of my tent at night and went to like take a piss, you know, on the edge of the woods, uh, I know that a, bl- I know that a scene from Blair Witch would probably run through my head. Probably. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It's, Mike, it's one of those movies that's just affected me in that way. If you've only ever seen it once, I I recommend only watching it like once every ten years. Um, okay, maybe not, maybe On not, 10, maybe, not, maybe not ten years, but like every once in a while because it it holds up better when you forget like a little bit about it. You know, right. if you watch it too much. Well, I'm it primed loses, for it because it it's, it's been well over ten yeah. years since I've seen it. You should watch it again. And- it's great. Yeah, I've been wanting to. And then and then watch the remake. Fuck the sequel, Book of Shadows. Blows. No, you should watch the sequel just for fun. <laughs> yeah, okay, fine. Maybe maybe just for fun. But then, but yeah. watch the original and then the remake first, and eh, then watch okay. Book of Shadows. Eh, remake remake is the wrong choice of words. Continuation. Continuation. Requel. We have, okay. We the have, requel. We have we have theories. Oh, yes, theories that were I've backed up by theories. Adam Wingard. Theories that were backed up. By Adam so, Wingard, because I fucking talked to him. Oh, look at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And he, and he confirmed what I said. So, Actually, he uh, confirmed what I said. So. Well, what we said, <laughs> bitch. All right, guys, anyway. That's enjoy, the... enjoy your camping trip. Thank you very hey, much. We, we, we did. That happened in the past. We did enjoy it. We Thank did, you very yeah. much for uh, thinking of us. And uh, James died. Yeah, I did. So <laughs> he's, that, he's makes, that makes spoilers. This, that makes this whole thing really weird. Um, yeah, that's it for our top ten camping scenes. That's it for our how double did, double header. How did we manage to go yeah. over two hours again on a show that didn't have any content? Yeah, we really stretched her out. Um, <laughs> Jesus. All right. Uh, call this episode Jude. <laughs> if you want to find us next week. Or before next week, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzed Kill Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzed Kill PC. We are available wherever you get your podcasts. Yep. So uh, hey, look us up, tell a friend. 
Um, tell your grandmother. Leave a leave a message if you're on iTunes or whatever. Leave a message or or not a message, but a star rating. A rating. A a rating. Whatever you want to do. Rate us. We crave your validation. We do. We do. We do. Also, um, you know, keep doing what you're doing. We believe in you. I like that. I like that. I like that nice positive message. That's really nice. That's cool. That's really, really Let's nice. Hope he doesn't ruin it with the next thing he <laughs> no, says. No, no. Why would I? Why would I ruin it? Listen, if if you're doing something, oh, here he goes. <laughs> if you're doing something that's worth doing, uh-huh. do it well. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Wow. All right. Okay. Do you have anything else to say? And if you suck at it, <laughs> maybe give up. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe go fuck yourself. <laughs> all right. We will see you next week. Also, we will rock you. That too. (laughs) Bye, everybody.